Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. It's time for another week. Written 4G Radio. It's episode 628 for November 23rd, 2020. And on the show this week, we got a packed house. We have Anthony. Hola. We have Jay. Ohio. Ohio. Uh, we have Drew. Hey. And we got the Wombat, too. I'm going to say Ohio Gozaimas because I respect you more than Jay does. I don't respect any of you, so I'm just putting that out there. It was, I mean, it was intentional. True. Whenever you say that, though, I think of Gambus like butchering the pronunciation of it. It always <laughs> makes me laugh. Oh, goodness gracious, though. So, um, video game consoles are out. Most of the video games are out. We still got a couple. But we're going to talk about video games today. Uh, Anthony, we want get us kicked off talking about video games yeah sure um sunset overdrive is done hey yeah after i'm done those dlcs i'm never touching the game again yeah i could not finish the second dlc the robot uh, one that I, apparently i think that's the first dlc technically no the the ship okay, the dlc sea is the first one i don't think it's actually called that you fight the dlc monster yeah, that was the I joke, though. Yes, I, it's I know. Called, well, I that, it went called. over my head. It went over my head because the DLC is not called that. But the oil called. rig is the yeah. DL or whatever. But oil rig something. Yeah, I'm, that one's I. Don't, I don't. I don't hate that game. Uh, I, the, the DLC was better than the main game because it was better set up for grinding and moving um, than large portions of that city is. But um, that's done. You know, it's it's a good game. I would never. I'm glad I never played full price for it. Um, what else have I been playing? Tetris Effect Connected. I went on and uh, competed because there is a uh, multiplayer mode that allows you to go head to head with somebody else. And uh, I was crushing people in that yesterday. And what else is that? have I played? Um, going through the list quickly. In my head, of thinking that there's there's nothing else. So Superland, Superland, Supra Land sounds like I'm saying Superland. That is not the case. Um, is a first person. I'm gonna say Metroidvania, even though I don't really think it does a good job of kind of. So you'll go through long portions of this game without being able to like go back to the other areas with your abilities. To the point where you get these upgrades by having these new abilities that are kind of pointless. Um, they're usually just weapon damage upgrades. I think the humor is a bit flat 
uh, it's not really funny, even though clearly the they're trying, and the puzzles are too obtuse. When this game is really good, it's the puzzles, the main puzzles are really smart, and but not overly complex. I don't feel like I'm having the aha moment that you should have in a puzzle game. And that's where most of the time is spent. Yes, there's a little bit of combat and stuff, but the most, for the most part, these puzzles are just like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's that. And it's like not really a good, oh, I'm just dumb sort of moment. It's like, how would I have ever thought about that? That's not a mechanic you have taught to me. Um, the best example is Portal. It gives you everything you ha- need to have right out the gate. And it slowly teaches you the ways you can use it. So at the end of the game, you are having the, oh, the moments. I got that. I understand that now. And this game, it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm just fighting against the physics of it all. And and the whole core concept is you're a little, I'm assuming you're supposed to be made out of clay. Um, because you find a little punch outs of uh, your shape. You look like the um, restroom sign man. <laughs> you're just a red one of those and the blue ones are bad and they've stolen your water and you're basically a small toy in a sandbox and so anytime I, i'm actually in the game right now i can look around and i can see the house and sometimes you can activate sprinklers and stuff but it doesn't really i can actually see a set of swings and it'd be cool if they played with that more but for the most part i'm doing things that aren't really connected to that at all they're more willing to play off of pop culture rather than the fact that i'm supposed to be a small character in a big world and that's kind of disappointing like there's palm trees that and trees that are the right size for me if i were a person but that wouldn't exist in a sandbox or they should at least look plastic but they don't so it's really i'm just kind of like it's kind of this setup so it can have I guess this overall look, but it doesn't really play on that a lot. And it's kind of disappointing that way too. It's not a bad game. It's just, it's, it needs to be focused a bit better. Um, but overall I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm still playing it, but then I'll have a moment where I get frustrated and just shut it off because I've actually had to look up like how to do certain things because it's so doesn't make sense at all. And when I find it out, I go, why would I ever thought about hitting a tree to knock leaves off of it? Because at this point in time, I've up until this point, I haven't had to do that. And I hit the tree once, nothing came out of it, learned I couldn't chop down trees. So why would I hit a tree with my sword again? It's stuff like that, where it's like, it teaches you not to do certain things. And then it's like, well, you need to do that now. But then they give you something like a magnet belt, which allows you to magnetized to objects and float up and stuff and there's some really neat ideas using that so it's like it's it's straddling this line between like really creative and and like creative to a like in a good way and then a fault as well so um but uh that's what i'm playing for review i have a bunch of other stuff too like i wanted to try crash bandicoot 4 pick that up on sale and haven't had the time so that's it for me all right over to Jay, who I know has uh, not been on the show since these new consoles launched, which was just last week. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of stuff, man. Like, I know a lot of people, well, first of all, who here has, like, what now? Like, who, who has what consoles here? 
So, right. so go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I know, I know, Ken has both. Drew, you have an Xbox, right? Yeah, I have and, Series X, and I have a PS5. Okay, okay. Did you guys try to, like, for example, like, uh, uh, like Drew and like Ryan? Did you guys try to get the other consoles at all, or you guys got the one that you want and that's it? No, I got the one that I wanted. Same. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Um, as far as I'm sure you guys talked about like your experiences and stuff like that about actually getting the console, and I know a lot of people are still going through it because the consoles are still very, very, very difficult to get. Uh, the the demand is unprecedented. The the manufacturing wasn't there, you know, because of the COVID and everything. So it's been difficult. But uh, I'll I'll talk about my experience with getting the console. So I pre-ordered the system like many of you guys did on September 16 when they first went live on Target. Um, I didn't really think much of it. I bought things from Target before. I didn't really have much of an issue. But as the delivery date came closer, I noticed that they posted my delivery date to be like Thursday of the week after. And I was like, oh, shit, that's terrible. So I call up the Target support and I tell them, hey, can you ship it to the store and I'll pick it up? And they say, yes, that's perfectly fine. I'm thinking to myself, great. They say, I can pick it up on Friday of the you know launch release. And I was like, well, that's the day after, but that's perfectly fine. So after I get the confirmation, I take that Friday of the uh, of my uh, of work off. You know, you spend the last few hours of my PTO that I have left over on on Friday, and as it approaches, I notice like uh, a couple days before the release, it hasn't updated. It's still slated to come on Thursday of the week after. So I call up the target again and say, I say, yeah, um, we don't have any record of you ever calling us to make that change ever, and that is not even a possibility that we offer. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who was I talking to? So I'm 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 talking with them. I'm I'm trying to get it escalated away. Pretended to make changes to my order, and then did not do it. On the representative that talked to me initially, uh, speaking like one of the uh, the higher, and then that's really that's never a remotely a possibility at all. Once the label's printed, that's kind of it. <laughs> Sitting here, I've never been so disrespected as a customer. I hope not. So. Uh, <laughs> I had the app get up on Target, and initially I thought to myself, like, yeah, Amazon will probably be more, more reliable, but I already have. So it's like, it's, so never shop at Target. That's my that's my PlayStation Five story. All right. So you were talking about your yeah, the ultra wide monitor thing. Ultra wide monitor. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to edit this thing together. It's such a pain. Craig, fuck you, Craig. <laughs> Craig. Craig, you used to be so cool, Craig. I don't know what happened, man. It's, it's, it's got a big man. head because of his starring role in Halo. Yeah, really. All right. Keep <laughs> <laughs> forgetting about that. It's so good. They, they did name him Craig, so that that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, getting back to it, basically, it's um, just note that if you do uh, pretend, uh, if you want to buy an ultra wide then you have to be ready for like a pretty beefy graphics card because it does uh, the extra resolution means that you have to have more power to kind of support that. And my graphics card is is aged at this point. I'm trying to get a 3080 or 680 uh, six uh, 6800 XT, but um, they are much harder to get than even the new consoles. So it's been a struggle for that. But um, yeah, ultra wide, super cool. I also tried out the Amazon Luna. Did any of you guys get the invitation for that? Nope. Nope. No, no, I did not. Oh, okay. So it's like 
you know, it's basically Amazon Cloud Gaming, right? It's like the their version of like Stadia and all this other stuff. And I wanted to try it just to see how well it works because Amazon Cloud is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome as far as their speed potential and their consistent speeds. So I wanted to see what that would mean for gaming uh, if implemented correctly. And I got to say, it actually works pretty well. Like as far as the ones from all the different ones that I've tested, I've tested Stadia, I've tested uh, PS, PS Now, I've tested... Um, there was one other thing that I tested I forget the name of. But uh, out of all of those, I would say that it's probably the most stable connection of the bunch as far as um, just kind of responsiveness of the controls and everything. I tried out games like Control, um, Sonic Mania, games you have to kind of be really quick on. But I will say, as, as Ken has brought up and as the rest of us has brought up, like the resolution, uh, the, the color, uh, saturation, everything obviously takes a big hit when it comes to these kind of games, and they currently only support 1080p. Um, they're going to support 4K later down the line, but I, ha- I have like a gigabit, gigabit internet connection hardwired into the PC while I was testing, so it was near ideal situation, and the game still didn't look so great. And it did have some stutters here and there, uh, which weren't uh, super common, but I mean, you know, they did still present themselves. But I could see it. Like, if this was the only way that you could play games or this was the only way that's like uh, practical for you to play these games on your computer that has a really nice internet connection, then yeah, I, I could see people enjoying it because it's not that expensive, especially for early access, like 6 or $7 a month or something like that. So their their library is growing. Buy, that's because you've mm-hmm. got to buy the channels. Yes, yes. So you initially you start out with the Amazon channel, which has its own share of games. But if you want to buy like... The Ubisoft channel, you got to pay extra and things like that. So there, it gives you an opportunity to kind of save costs to not purchase channels that you wouldn't use. Like, for example, like I have no use for the Ubisoft channel. I'm not, I'm not going to play any of these games. Uh, but if they were to increase my price just to have them included, then it would be bad for me. So I think this whole channel idea is actually pretty good. That way you can kind of pick and choose the games that you want to play. And ultimately, it comes down to something like, hey, if you want to play like uh, Valhalla, and then once you're done with that, you want to just unsubscribe from that channel and just keep the other stuff, then you have that option. So I think it's good. I think it's one of those services that is worth watching. I don't think it's going to replace, you know, uh, local gaming or anything like that. But uh, it's always nice to be have more options for people uh, to have uh, to play games and stuff like that. So that's that's nice. Uh, as far as like the games goes, I think um, you, who who else played Demon Souls here? I played it. Yeah, I have not yet. I haven't oh, bought it haven't? yet. Okay. No, I'm waiting until I finish a couple of the stuff, a couple of things I have already. Yeah, I mean, we it's so it's so nice that we get like Bug Snacks and Astrobot just within the system if you have PS Plus, and those two games are already really quality games. So even if you buy the system, you already have something to play at least for like a like two three weeks, which is really nice. Um, but uh, Ken, now that you played a bit of Demon Souls, what's your take so far? I mean, you know, visually and and mm-hmm. the loading stuff is all very very nice. Um. I still buy that Demon Souls is a bullshit game. <laughs> okay. Um no, I played I like I played through the first area um because th- that's literally the only time I played. And like going through the level, the enemies, the fighting, the combat, none of that is hard. I died twice. You want to know how I died? Huh. One time uh fucked up camera and I fell off a ledge. 
<laughs> the other time, uh, I got stuck in a corner and enemies bombarded me and I couldn't hit them or get away from them. I couldn't roll because they had me locked into the corner and I couldn't swing my sword because it kept hitting the wall. Yeah. So it's like the combat and the enemies and the bosses and stuff is not the hard part of that game. The hard part of that game is the bullshit that it throws at you. And I think that's always kind of been my issue with those games, that and the Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, you can do that and then you die and it's like, well, do it again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no no time for that. That game's like, what? If, If you play through that game, how long is it? Like 30 hours? I beat it in 16 hours. Okay, but it's still sixteen hours, you know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo a bunch of shit. Like, yeah, I ain't got no yeah. time for that. De- definitely, definitely. And you know, the thing is, like, if your main problem with Demon Souls was the frame rates and, uh, like, that's the visuals, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that stuff is all gone. This is most definitely. I think there's no doubt that this is the best version of Demon Souls you're ever gonna get. It's it plays like. Um, it plays better than the original because they give you more options. Like you have, you have more options to like roll in different directions at any given time. Previously, you were limited in your dodge ability. Um, there are certain things about uh, like being able to when you unlock a certain thing, you're able to teleport to different areas from one stone or one arc stone. So you don't have to go back to the nexus and then go to the next area, walk over to the other arc stone, and do that, do all that stuff. So there are a lot of quality of life improvements made in the game. Plus, obviously, you know, 60 frames per second means you have more time to react to things that are happening to you versus the 15 to 20 frame rates that you are often getting uh, on the uh, PS3 version. But uh, I will say that um, I both respect and feel disappointed by the fact that it's so close to the original, meaning that uh, the AI of the enemies were kept basically intact meaning that they can get really wacky and dumb a lot of the times. Um, there are certain obtuse elements about the game that I think that could have been improved. Like, for example, I ran into a problem where, um, I, you know, I'm writing the review for this game, so I wanted to finish the game, write the review, and uh, have it published, uh, you know, this upcoming week. So I beat the game. But what I didn't realize is that I don't have the option like I do in the other Souls games to not going to New Game Plus immediately after beating the final boss. And I don't have the option to respect my character at all. So when I finally got to New Game Plus, I was at around Soul level 65 or 68 or something like that. But the recommended level of New Game Plus is something like in the 80s or 90s. So I go to the the next area after the first area, uh, because the first area is still pretty pretty uh pretty easy, but after you get back to the nexus and you go to one of the arc stones and you go in, I was getting one shotted by everything, like literally everything. I'm I'm blocking with my shield, my shield gets deflected out, and I get slapped by regular enemies. Um, and it's 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 a pain in the ass. So I think there are some improvements that the game could have made, and then it would not have suffered for it at all. But at the same time, um, as a as a way of Remaking the game with the original intentional vision of the the, the creator as far as how the game played and um, the obtuse elements kind of being a part of its charm, then I think they did a phenomenal job. But uh, as far as someone going back, 
having played the original uh, a bunch of different times, I wish I could have seen that extra arc stone with the giants, you know, for example. I wish I was able to respect my character to try out new different builds more easily instead of having to create new um, create new characters and stuff like that. Because, you know, as much as I like the game, I don't want to play through it like four or five times just to try out different builds. I just want to do it in like one playthrough with the soul levels that I have. So those are the little things that kind of get me. I think if they did those things, if they took the extra step to make it more accessible to some degree uh, without, uh, well, accessible after playing through the game once as like a new game plus experience, I think that would have been great. But, uh, you know, it is it is still it is still pretty fantastic and the graphics and uh, the visual fidelity just kind of speaks for itself. It's I think it's the best looking launch game right now uh, by by a large large margin. Um, let's see, uh, Miles Morales. Can you play that one? Yes, I have. Okay, uh, Ryan, did you play Miles Morales? I finished it. Yeah. Oh, you did. Terrific. Well, so I, I'm guessing you guys already talked about it last week, uh, but let me get your gist. Like, how'd you, how what you guys feel about the game? I'll let Ken go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the game. I do. Uh, I definitely feel like it's it's Spider-Man 2018 toned down. Like they removed a lot of the the fluff, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I just feel like it's 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 very much just Spider-Man, and and that's good because that was a good video game. Um, okay. I will say my opinion on it varies slightly from Ken's. Um. I think that they did a great job of differentiating Miles from Peter Parker. Um, I think the the way the combat plays out, especially um, as you get deeper into the game and add different powers, um, is you know a nice change of pace. I was nervous as to how they were going to, or as to whether or not they were going to be able to sort of tell as engaging a story as they told with the first game, considering um, for a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't have the same familiarity with Miles as they have with Peter Parker. Um, and the fact that they were going to have to tell an engaging story um, in his universe in a much shorter amount of time, uh, I was skeptical about, and I thought they nailed it. Um, I thought... The story was just as engaging as the first game, and um, I thought it was a, and I said this on Twitter, I thought it was a perfectly Spider-Man story. Like, <laughs> the you know, the best Spider-Man stories are all connected to both, you know, uh, the human character and the superhero character. And I thought they did a great job of that in this game. I, I loved it. And I hope that um, I think it's clear that Miles is going to be a major part of the next mainline installment. But I hope mm-hmm. that Insomniac also continues to um, put out side games focused exclusively around Miles and his cast of characters. Because I think they did a good enough job in this one um, establishing the sort of network around him. Um that um, uh, I, I think they've got enough base there that they could continue to uh, to live in that universe, kind of both combined with Peters and separately. And the one other thing I'll say, without any spoilers, is that the game does a fantastic job of not insulting your intelligence 
Um, and you know, if, if you think you've got something figured out, there are some games where it's like you figure something out and you're like, Oh, now I got to sit here for six hours while the game (laughs) slowly explains to me what I already have figured out. This game, it's like, as soon as you figure it out, it, it tells you. Yeah. Like, yes, this is what's happening. You know, um, Ryan, like, I was playing the game like two days ago and I had the exact same feeling that you just described. Because I was like, I, I sure hope that uh, they don't um, like extend this whole thing, like drag it out to be some kind of revelation when it's still goddamn obvious. And I'm so glad that they didn't do that. So, yeah. 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 They did a really good job, I think. Mm-hmm. I And I, I'm... Um, as a huge fan of Spider-Man, not just uh, of Peter Parker, but also Miles Morales and just the Spider-Man mythos as a whole, um, I thought they did a tremendous job. Yeah, you know, as as someone that's like loves Spider-Man, um, I'm not much of a comic book reader, but I watched the old, uh, I think it was on WB. Remember the animated cartoon? Yep. I think Amazing Spider-Man or something like that. I forget what it was called. But yeah, um, they had a couple of them. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I used to love that show, uh, just around the time when, like, the Superman show was going on, and of course, the legendary Batman, the animated series was going on, and I loved all of those shows. And, uh, Spider-Man, as far as, like, a superhero goes, I think he, I think I find him, him to be the most relatable, and he's definitely my favorite, like, Marvel superhero, as, um, as, as you know. Um, and I've always wanted to get more into the lore of the universe of Spider-Man. But I didn't really know much about Miles Morales. The only thing I knew about Miles Morales was watching Spider-Man um, in, into the was it multiverse or something like that or Spider-verse. yeah into the Spider-verse. Spider-verse. Yeah, Spider-verse yeah yeah so that movie I you know uh, it's been talked up to death and it, it is really fantastic and I enjoyed it quite a bit and I like the fact that this game has its own take on the uh, Miles Morales so it feels like it retains the same kind of core elements about his own self discovery about his self worth and his own character. Um, meanwhile, while kind of, um, putting his powers, uh, in, in, in highlighting his different powers with the whole Venom aspect of it, that really makes him play different. I think he's, uh, definitely more fun to play than, uh, Peter. And Peter gets more gadgets because, you know, obviously he's more scientifically, uh, renowned. And so he has, uh, technological advancements and stuff like that they can use to leverage his own skills and skill sets. And, uh, Miles has his own, like, innate powers of, uh, you know, like camouflage and venom powers and stuff like that that really makes him unique as well. So, yep, I haven't beaten the game yet. I think I'm near the end though. I think I'm probably about 75% done. But it's one of those games where, like, you guys know me with, like, open world games. Like, I'm not the kind of person that enjoys open world games a lot because the traversal, the, the going back and forth, uh, aspect of open world games. Like, if there's a correct travel, I'll constantly use it, uh, in open world game just to finish it faster because I feel like it's just kind of busy work, work, uh, you know, moving around the environment, like, especially if you have to just drive around everywhere. That's why I've never beaten uh, a GTA game in my life and probably never will. Um, but when it comes to Spider-Man, just the initial feeling of, um, pressing that R2 button for the first time, uh, playing Miles Morales, I was like, I got that, I got that feeling of like, Oh yeah, I forgot how good this feels, you know? <laughs> and it feels even better with this, uh, you know, consistent frame rate and, uh, the visuals and everything that's been upgraded and just kind of zipping around everywhere just is just so enjoyable to do. And I'll see 
uh, situation like, oh, there's it's three thousand, you know, three thousand feet away or something like that, and I'll think to myself like, yeah, I could take the quick travel and get there in the matter of like a second, or I could just like zip around, swing around the city looking for items to pick up and just kind of do some tricks and do some you know interesting things along the way, and I would choose the latter like ninety ninety five percent of the time. So that really speaks to the game and how fun it is to play, and also the combat like Ryan brought up, um, it's it's very fluid. You have a lot more choices in the way you approach combat the stealth you know you can do more because you have the camouflage and um the venom powers really come in handy because there's another resource that you have you can kind of juggle around to you just do just some really crazy superhero stuff so looking forward to finishing that game as far as um you know just speaking of the, the playstation 5 experience itself it, it feels like to me for the first time where the PlayStation 5 at this very moment is actually more powerful than my PC. Uh, and that's something that hasn't happened when the console was more powerful than my PC since, like, maybe the PlayStation 2 days. So it's nice. It's just nice. It's just it's not even just the graphical capability, but the, the loading, the how, how quick and, uh, you know, how quick and snappy everything feels. And, uh, Ken, I know you, you said the same thing about the Xbox, about how quick everything is. I think they do something even crazier with the, the quick resume stuff, right? On Xbox, right? Yeah, I am not using that stuff. I, and, and it's because... Um... I don't know if you've seen all these issues online, but like hmm. PS5 has rest mode problems, external hard drive problems. Like a lot of the quick resume stuff on Xbox doesn't work. And I know we had this conversation back when X- when PS4 and Xbox One came out. Like everybody's like, oh man, you can suspend games. I never did that shit because it constantly <laughs> messed up. And I, like, I'm doing the same thing here. Like I turned my PS5 all the way off. Really, like I I don't put it in rest mode because I'm hearing all these people having to rebuild databases constantly, and it's like, you know, I got these new consoles because I like the speed, right? Right. And I don't know if you've cold booted any of these machines, but dude, it takes like an extra four seconds. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're, you're right about that, and Ken, like, you're probably playing it smart, right? And I, I respect that, but at the same time, like, we have these functionalities and features. It just feels like a shame not to use them, you know. It so, does. I'd rather yeah. not use them in my console work properly than all these issues. Like I read, I was watching. I know friend of the show, Mike Futter, mm-hmm. his PS5 like crashed like four times in a row on Spider-Man Remastered, and it had to yeah. rebuild the database. And I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing that. My no my, so mine mine crashed twice on Miles, um, and then. So I, I think I mentioned last week on the podcast that this is what I was going to do, but I actually mm-hmm. did it. The I took my um, PS4 Pro and copied all the games that I would want to play on the PlayStation 5 to my external uh, and then left the like VR stuff and the stuff that my son might play on the PS4 on that system. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I plugged my um, – so I turned the – PlayStation 5 all the way off, plugged my external in, um, turned the PlayStation 5 on, and it booted and then gave a big old hard crash and um, and then had to rebuild um, and then came back up again and yelled at me that I had plugged a hard drive in uh, when the system was running. And I'm like, no, I definitely did not <laughs> plug a hard drive in while the system was running. Um, but um, thankfully it worked. But then 
I also had trouble where um, I tried to download my uh, cloud saves from PlayStation 4 onto here. And it kept giving me an error every time I tried to go to my PS4 cloud saves until I rebooted the system and then I could get to them. I, yeah. I, I have so many issues with the hoops that you have to jump through for some of this shit. So not to jump ahead into what I was playing, but kind of on the same topic as you. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirt 5. So Codemaster sent me a code for Dirt 5 for the Xbox One. I reviewed it there before the Series X came out. Um, I got the Series X upgrade. Had an issue with that. <clears throat> then they said, well, we'd like you to do a little write-up about the PS5 version because it's using haptics and the DualSense and all that stuff. I was like, sure, I'll take a look at it. So I redeemed the code. The PS5 immediately starts downloading both fucking versions. <laughs> yep. Why? Why do you download? And it, you can't tell when it's downloading which version is which. So I couldn't cancel the download. Because yeah, I'm like, I had I to cancel the to... wrong one. Yeah, I had to delete the uh, the PS4 version of, of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Of course, I assumed that was my fault because I I owned the PS4 version of Valhalla and just had it do the free automatic download of the PS5. So it's uh, it's weird to know that I have it on disc. I should say. So I assumed that it only did that because I had the disc version. And, and to go further into that, I got another one for you. I don't know if you saw, but Insomniac got the update out this morning for transferring your PS4 save of Spider-Man to Spider-Man oh. Remastered. Nice. I did not see that. Let me explain to you the fuckery of this thing. <laughs> so, you have to boot up Spider-Man PS4, load your save, then go into Spider-Man Remastered and grab it. What? So, if you don't have Spider-Man PS4 installed, you might as well go ahead and reinstall it. 63 motherfucking gigs. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully wow. I still have it on my external, but still. So that you gotta go. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta you boot it up. Yep. And then load your save. What do you mean by load your save? Like so go into the, the game. When you're on the main menu, you know how you have your save options. Yeah. You hover over the one. By the way, you can only upload one. So if you got multiple, okay. fuck you, you can only have one. Um, you hover over the one that you want to load, you hit the R1 button, it uploads it, you exit out, you boot up Spider-Man Remastered, you go to the save screen, you hit R1 again and download. Why can't I just pull it from the fucking cloud? Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I, I figured you'd be able to pull it from cloud. And the worst part is, I gave away my copy of Spider-Man on PS4. Well, then you can't transfer your save. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah, like I was, so I I didn't. There was no extra instructions on how to do it. So what I did was I went and booted up Spider Man Remastered. It said download save. I was like, oh, I'll pull it from the cloud. So I hit the button. Nah, not gonna do it. I'm like, all right, I'll go download the save, like from to the PS4 from the PS4 cloud to the PS5 storage. Did that, booted it up. Nah, we ain't gonna pull it either. So I went to the thread on Twitter where they announced it, and the guy's like, yeah, you gotta install Spider Man PS4 and upload it, and then re-download it. So I had to sit there this morning and download 63 gigs. <laughs> just to transfer. Now, once you transfer your save and you load it, boy, it pops all your trophies. Like, nice. I got like, I got like 50 trophies pop this morning when I uh, I'm glad. I'm it. glad that they they did remedy the, the, the backwards trophy progression thing. I mean, but for what games? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant for Spider-Man specifically. Yeah, like but, the yeah. thing about the the thing about the PS5 is like all of this stuff that like just naturally, 
happens on Xbox. Like the thing that drives me crazy about PlayStation is having to manually download your saves. Cause like if you download a game and you boot it up and you don't have the save downloaded, you can't download it from within the game. Like you have to download it in the PS five menu and the scary part is, is what if you boot that game up and you're like, oh shit, I need to go download my save and you accidentally make a new save and it uploads and overwrites the one that you got on the cloud? Like, that thing is so inelegant and I and I absolutely hate it right now. Like, whereas on Xbox, you just boot the game and it's like, hey, we're going to grab your latest save. Cool, you're good to go. Yeah, they should have they implemented that element too. I didn't know about the save thing. I went through the same thing. So I booted it up, I had my PS4 games uh, transferred over to an external SSD, plugged it in, game showing up, looks nice. Uh, I opened up a game to test it out, the loading times and everything is nice, but I noticed that my save wasn't there, I was like, I was like clicking around the actual game, like pressing start on it, to see if it's like, hey, download the save or something like that, it's like, there was no option to do that. So I yeah. had to go to the, you know, the, uh, the options, the settings, and then I downloaded like, I think like something like seven, like six gigs worth of saves of like PS4 games. <laughs> yeah, which you can't put on an external drive either, which is just what the fuck. Well, I mean, it's saved. It's, it's not. You're not saving that much space for. for you just uh, six gigs. Six gigs is nothing in the scope of things. It is when you only have a six hundred gigabyte hard drive. You need every inch of space you can get. That's that's one one hundredth of the drive. I, I think I'll manage. But yeah, yeah. I, given the fact that we don't have the option to have the uh, the was it uh, the SSD external? Well, no, no, the, the expansion for PS Five yet. You do kind of need to watch your space. But uh, there are there are a lot of these early adapter. Uh, pains that I think we're going through for both systems. I personally have been using rest mode as I have used it constantly on the PS4 as well. I will say that the only time that I've ever had problems with the rest mode on the PS4 Pro is when I lost power. And if I lose power and my system goes offline, then I have to rebuild the database. And that was a kind of pain in the ass. But I mean, there was a power outage. What am I? What am I going to do about it? Right. So in that way, I. I think that's probably the same. I've been using rest mode with Miles and Morales, and I haven't seen any issues with it just yet. Maybe I've just been lucky. Maybe those uh, reports have been kind of exaggerated because you know how it is with uh, new new systems coming out. People always like to over-report things. Oh, but, sure, uh, absolutely. But I've seen a lot of people that I know running into yeah, it as well, yeah, and yeah. I know I ran into the the Series X problems, which, by the way, I will not play Call of Duty anymore on Series X. Well, wait, why not? It's crashing systems left and right. Like crashing as in breaking them or just kind of just... Shutting the system off. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like it happened to me twice and at both times I had played Call of Duty and I'm like, nah, dog, I'm good. Yeah, you don't want to play Call of Duty that bad. No, it it, it sucks because I'm reviewing it and like I'm enjoying it. Like I'm enjoying the game. Like the campaign is good. The zombies is good. The multiplayer is good. I'm like playing it. But, like, here's what will happen. Like, you'll start playing it, and at first it's fine. You know, it's all running beautiful, buttery, uh-huh. 60 frames a second. You know, oh, this feels good. All of a sudden, it'll start stuttering. Oh. And then you're like, huh. And then all of a sudden, the Xbox will just go, Bit-a-doop. That sounds like a memory leak problem. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, so they're going to patch Call of Duty at some point, which is fine. But when it kills your system, you can't even turn it back on with a controller. you got to get up and go over and press the power button. Uh, I had that as well. On the same game, Drew? No. 
Which Jeez. game? Did, so you had it on Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, right? Yeah. Yep. Mortal Kombat 11 did the exact same thing. This thing hardcore crashed. So I was in the crypt. So it wasn't like I was really fighting anything. I was just running around the crypt opening up chests. Yeah, but the crypt is the most demanding part of that game. Just look at it on Switch. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was just running around the crypt and it. You know, I, I sent you a picture. The whole screen turned white, but you could still see outlines of stuff. And it sat there for I about. Think that was, yeah, I think that was a different problem because, like, mine literally just goes black screen and the system just shuts off. Well, mine went like that for about a minute and then it went and turned off my Xbox. And I was like, okay. I know I moved mine from being horizontal to vertical and now I've got it on its own stand outside because that motherfucker puts out some heat. Uh, from the top exhaust, right? Yeah, the topic, yeah. like, so I had it in my entertainment center, which has, you know, like, a roof over top of the Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I would notice after, like, two hours of play, I'm like, dude, it's real hot on the roof of my entertainment center. So I moved the Xbox Series X out onto its own shelf, and now it has, like, eight feet above it to blow hot air out of. Okay, okay, that's that's probably a good idea. What's the, like, the recommended setting for the Xbox? Is it vertical, horizontal, doesn't matter? Vertical. They definitely vertical. want you to run it vertical. Like I had it horizontal, and it seemed to be getting hotter. But it was also in a more confined space because I was trying to get mm. it to fit in on a shelf. Right. And I was like, Nah, we're not going to do this. So for the uh, uh, the PS5, the do we do they specify or does it not matter for that one? I think they want you to run it vertical, but you a lot of people are running horizontal and don't seem to be having any issues. I know mine does get hot, but. I think the Xbox yeah, is a little warmer. Mine's vertical, and it puts some heat out of the back, like you would expect, but uh -huh. um, nothing. It it hasn't. I haven't had any issues with the heating. Like I said, I I did have two hard locks on Miles Morales, but um, and then the the the, cra the other crash, but I haven't had any heat issues. I think they need to get out and fix both of these. Like we haven't had a firmware update for the Series X yet. We had one for the PS5, but it just literally was the 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 uh, tried and true stability updates. Yeah. yeah, I wish they mentioned exactly what they're trying to address with those things, you know. But yeah. they're never gonna. I heard that there's uh there's some patches on the Xbox Insider that are fixing some of this stuff, but they obviously don't put those out to the public until they're fully tested. But yeah, it would yeah. be nice to get some some speaking from these people because the only thing we've heard from them so far is we're sorry you can't buy one. <laughs> Basically, yeah. but that's like ninety nine percent of the complaints for the systems right now. Yeah, so but it's like stop addressing, stop addressing the people who haven't given you their money yet, and let's talk to the people who have already given you five hundred dollars because I want to know if it's safe to play my game. Yeah, it's like that. Like for example, like a game crashing and then you go back to the menu screen. That happens, you know. It's uh, sure. it shouldn't happen that often. But one of the thing, if I can shuts down. Hard shuts down. You can't turn it back on with a controller. That's that's pretty alarming. Yep, that's happened to me once already. So let's hope that it's not like uh, some kind of prelude to breaking up systems, and we're gonna see some return of the Red Ring of Death somehow. Um, Oof. Yeah, that would be yeah. that'd be rough. That'd be rough for consumers, especially early adapters who gets hit the hardest. You know, I'm uh, hoping I'm hoping a lot of this has to do with poor optimization of software because yeah. of COVID. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm hoping that way too. I'm sure there's a lot of firmware updates in the works trying to address some of these problems and whatnot. So we'll see how fast they address it, A, and whether or not, um, you know, if it's going to build up to anything bigger than what it is, you know, right now. So that's that. Um, as far as other games that I've been playing, I've, I've been playing a ton of other stuff, but I'm, I don't want to go into it because it'd be, it'd be too long. But when we do our game of the year stuff, uh, I'll come back on and I'll talk about a lot of the games that I really enjoyed. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Wombat, you got some stuff to talk about? Uh, I mean, we've mostly talked about um, what I've spent a lot of time playing. Uh, you know, I'm still playing uh, Pathless and Godfall for review, but I talked a decent amount about those last week, so I won't, you know, I won't beat those horses to death but um i I will say pathless um i'm still enjoying it's uh it's got some cool puzzles although it really like if you're the type of person that wants or needs a game to hold your hand and kind of tell you what to do next this is not the game for you um but um some of the puzzles are, are pretty neat i still have trouble saying i would pay 40 dollars for it um, yeah, I still haven't bought it. I keep looking at it because it's like literally the only PS5 game I don't own, like exclusive PS5 game. Yeah, I'm like eh. yeah. And I, uh, again, it's it's good, but I, I don't. It's forty bucks is seems a little much for what it is. Yeah, I imagine it'll be on sale pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, like um, sort of off topic, but have you played the Ghost of Tsushima DLC, the multiplayer stuff, the Legends? Um, I played uh, long enough to play the um, like the tutorial where it teaches you how to play as each character, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't actually played it online multiplayer yet. Um, uh, I keep meaning to go back and do it, but I, I just haven't. With other stuff that's come out, I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to play it. What, what what's your impression? Worth getting into? Like promising? Uh, it certainly seems neat, and as as someone who really enjoyed the game, like um, the the concept of playing through more uh, Ghost of Tsushima only, like um, with you know demons and uh, some mythology sprinkled in there, it seems like it's cool. And the, the characters that they give you are, you know, you've got a the samurai character, you've got um, the hunter, which is like the the ranged. Um, uh, character, you've got a, a stealth character, and then you've got a healer. Um, so it, you know, it seems like you could you could do some some pretty cool team stuff with it. But I just I, I haven't played enough of it to right, right. say one way or another. Yeah. One of these days I'll get back into it. But I just I had other uh, stuff I was trying to finish. Up. I was trying to finish up Greedfall, and then I was trying to um, or and then these new consoles came out, and so it was like I never got a chance to go back into it. Let me know when you want to go back into it, because I want to try out that mode too. And I installed it on the PS5 because I heard it got the bump to 60 and F, uh, 60 FPS and everything. So that sounds really nice. Yeah, I heard that too. I haven't I haven't checked it out on uh, on PS5 yet, but I've I've got it on my external. I'll move it over there when I uh, get into it. So I'll let you know. Sweet. Um, and then you know, outside of that, uh, again, Godfall is what it is. Um, it's kind of I, I don't want to it's when I say that it sounds like I think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Um I think it's a perfectly I said it last week. It's a it's a perfectly launch game style launch game. Like it's kind of fun and it looks super pretty and it's got some neat effects in it and nobody will remember it a year from now. 
No, I won't accept the fact that uh, probably Xbox owners will be playing it for the first because I think it's six month exclusive. Yeah, it's that's, it, it that's kind of you'll hear about it. Not not in terms of gameplay, um, and not in terms of quality because I think this game was actually much higher quality. Um, but it, it feels to me like it's going to end up being like For Honor, where um, th- that you'll keep hearing like them making updates and stuff to it, and the the reaction's going to be, "Wait, there are still people playing that." <laughs> um, and and I loved For Honor; I thought it was great. But at the same time, it was like I, I got tired of it, and. Even now, when I see that they're coming out with new DLC, or when I see that they they did an update so that people can play it on the new consoles, it's like there are enough people still playing that game that it made it worth your while to do all this stuff. Yeah, um, apparently, it's got a pretty big audience, though. Yeah, and again, it's a great game. It's a much better game than Godfall, but I, I feel like Godfall is going to be kind of like it's going to slot in somewhere between For Honor and Destiny, where like. They're still making updates for it, only there probably won't be that many people playing it. You just described Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, they're still trying. That one's still fresh, so they're still trying to get that one. I did notice that if you try to load Battleborn on the PS5, it's like, uh uh-uh. Yeah. Are you trying to do that? (laughs) It's going through my library, and I noticed it had a padlock on it. So here's the the thing. And I, I still champion it. That's actually a decent game that nobody played because it got compared to Overwatch. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was I thought it was great. It just had no player base and that game revolved around its player base. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. A lot of games come and go and you forget about them the week after. I know like you said Marvel's Avengers like I guess there's an update coming out December 8th to finally add the first DLC and, character. And Hawkeye. Yeah, well, Bishop. Yeah. It's still Hawkeye. I, yeah. I understand that. But She's still Hawkeye. People think of Hawkeye now. They think Jeremy Renner. and Nobody wants to think about Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Here we go. He had to throw that jab in there. <laughs> well, he won't be in the next hey, movie. Let's just he, say that. he had his own social media platform where all you did was like Jeremy. It's a social media platform where all they did was talk about Jeremy Renner. That's true. Two, two members? Uh, way more than that. You could pay to have him notice you. He's up his own ass for something else. Boy, yeah. you're really making, you're really making the case for him right now. He's, oh, I, am, I don't like the guy. He, remember, he, he failed his way upward somehow into actor and then singer. From being they a makeup artist. into a Jason Bourne movie and completely destroyed oh, the franchise to the point where they're like, "What if we brought back? <laughs> Why did we ever get rid of Matt Damon?" I, oh. I, I watched that. Jason, I watched that uh, Bourne movie. He, he wasn't the problem. The script was the problem. He was fine. I don't know. Oh, he's, he's kind of a problem. He's he he had his own like clothing line on Amazon. I swear to God, it's just... Uh. He's very easy to make fun of, but I have nothing against the guy, so I don't know, man. I don't think he's that good of an actor, to be perfectly honest with you. Hmm. I find him to be, like, just above a Fox recurring actor. <laughs> just above Ice-T, huh? Yeah. No, Ice-T acts better than he does. Come on. Hey, did you see Surviving the Game? I did not. Was it good? Oh, man. 
Ice T's been I, on SVU for that. like twenty I, years. I love surviving the game when he I He is the longest SVU. running cast member of SVU. I don't yeah. watch the show either. I mean it's been on for like twenty years. My wife watches every single episode. Uh, we used anyway. to watch it, but we stopped watching it like, I don't know, probably six years ago. Uh anything else, Wombat? What else you got? Um I booted up um uh MLB the show twenty. Uh, on my PS5 to see how the load times would be improved. Uh, and man, it loads so much faster. That's a game that can be a little um, audacious with the load, t- load times. Uh, and it, it loads in a snap now, which is, and it's not even optimized for PS5. Yeah. Um, it's just the virtue of the hard drive itself. Um, so other than that, um, you know, I haven't... Um, I haven't really booted up any other um, uh, PS4 games on PS5 yet. Um, I did play some more Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, which you know I'm looking forward to playing some more of. But um, I can't say that I've played enough of it to really have much of an opinion on it outside of saying, you know, it's an Assassin's Creed game. It definitely is one of those. Yeah, I'm probably. I don't know, two hours in, and that two hours was really just me kind of futzing around and uh, enjoying myself in Norway and You haven't even got to the title crawl yet? Oh, no. (laughs) I just, I'm not even to the first, like, uh, so this is not a, this isn't a spoiler, but at the beginning, the first, like, real mission objective you get, um, you do a couple things, and then it tells you to go home. Uh, and I still haven't even gone home yet. <laughs> like I've just been, uh, riding my little long ship around and, uh, going to things that I probably shouldn't yet. And I saw a, uh, uh, Eagle tower, uh, or it's probably a Raven tower in this one. Um, and I'm like, oh, I should just go unlock that. Cause I'm relatively close. And I didn't really pay attention to the fact that, so the map is just like Odyssey where there are sections of the map. And each section of the map has a different recommended power level because the enemies there are stronger. Um, and uh, which, by the way, is my preferred way for for games like this to handle um, leveling and loot, uh, where you're not scaling, where the monsters don't scale with you. There's just areas that are always going to be level one, two, three, four, five, and there's levels that are always going to be like you know two hundred. Um, but I, I wandered into an area, uh, and after I landed on shore and started walking there, it was like power level. I don't even remember something ungodly. My head wants to say 280, but I don't even know if that's possible. So it may may have been like (laughs) 28 or something like that, but it was something that was so far removed from my three, um, that luckily I was able to just kind of sneak my way to the tower, get it unlocked and leave. Um, which I enjoy stuff like that in games. I like sort of wandering or sneaking into very high level territory and just trying to, uh, see if I can nab a couple things. Um, so I, I appreciate that the game gives you that opportunity, but, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really all I played most of my time this I, week. Was I hear that game is like a hundred hours long. Is that, is that true? I mean, I'm sure it is. I know yeah. Ken's played a lot more than Jesus. me. Uh, I mean, I, I spent, I think, 
and I never even finished the second DLC and I also didn't a hundred percent the game, but I spent probably 89 or 90 hours in Odyssey. Yeah, that's, um, and people complain about like the length of like JRPG games. So look at those fucking Assassin's Creed games. Dude, every, every Ubisoft game this year is just like, and every year is yeah, truthfully yeah. just like, I mean, if like you take if you look at my Watchdogs Legion, I finish the main game, and there is first of all an infinite amount of missions because you can just keep recruiting people. But then, like there's still side missions I just didn't do, yeah. and diversions and stuff. And it's just like there's so much to do, and it's like some point you just go, I'm not doing all this. I think I stopped playing Odyssey at around 75 hours, and I still haven't finished the first DLC, I don't think. Yep. And I didn't even yeah. I didn't even 100% the main game. I just completed, I think, two of the three endings. I still never hunted down all of the the masked people. So... Yeah, it yeah. uh, seems like a pretty meaty game. But uh, yeah. it seems like people are enjoying it. So, you know, if you like those games, you'll enjoy this one too, I guess. Yeah, and for, I mean, for me, obviously, I'm a, I mean, open world games like that are my jam. So, um, it's it's sort of right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, anything else? Uh, no, that's really it. I'm, you know, looking forward to playing some more Valhalla and um, getting the Pathless and um, uh, shit. Now I can't even remember the name. It hasn't even been a year. You already forgot. I hadn't even been. The, the problem, well, the problem is I just finished Greedfall, and so every time I talk about Godfall, I always want to say Greedfall instead. By the way, um, if you haven't played it yet, take uh, a very small portion of the amount of money you were going to spend on Godfall and spend it on Greedfall instead, because it's a much better game. <laughs> yeah. And we can't forget that a lot of these games are seventy dollars on PS4. So yes. yeah, there's a there's like a weird shock walking into a store in Canada and seeing $90 for a PS5 game before yep. tax. I'm like, oh, God. Yep. Oh, there's Demon Souls for $90. I went, yeah, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. Uh, just to make sure, Xbox isn't doing the same thing with their own first-party stuff, right? No, it's still it's 60 bucks. Still, still okay. Good on oh, Xbox. Game Pass. I mean, as of right now, yeah, it's. it'll be interesting to see because, let's be fair, Microsoft didn't really have but one First party game at launch. What so, was the first party game? Gears Tactics. <laughs> the game that's yeah. been available on PC for for. I many mean, years. Sure, but console <laughs> owners don't have it. So okay. there's that. You know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Halo Infinite will be the first seventy dollars game to disappoint uh, you know, players. So we'll see. <laughs> have no idea. Well, I mean, the multiplayer is free, so I can't see them charging seventy bucks for a campaign. Especially if yeah. the campaign is as Uh, yeah i don't know i you know i'm still i i really hope that the game is great because at the end of the day as a as a fan of the series the notion of a you know sort of open world halo game is like really awesome to me so i hope that it's good but man i just have less than zero confidence in their ability to put something together that's going to actually entertain me for 30 40 hours if it's open world. I can't that help be a blessing laugh. considering you have a you have a low bar right now. Yeah, just, it's true. I laugh because it's like, well what disappoints you the most? The off gameplay or the terrible story? 
Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not both? Like the old El Paso girl. Yeah, why not both? Uh, you know, I'm a little concerned because I fell off Halo after Halo Reach. So I haven't played Halo 4, 5, and was there a Halo well, 6 no, that I'm not no, aware of? No. This is technically Halo, but I mean, I guess they're not calling it 6 because it's more of like a reboot or something. Man, realize- Jay, I'm going to tell you, you yeah. stopped at exactly the perfect time. Go yeah, yes. Halo 4 and 5. A 4 is fine, but it's not great. And 5 is just kind of a train wreck as far as campaign goes. 5 four, was rough, dude. 4 yeah. is like, you go, alright, they're, they're, they're trying something a bit different. Don't know if it works all that well, but they're trying. And then 5 is a fucking train wreck. I don't want to play as anyone but Master Chief in the story. But I'm like, alright, and then they changed the gameplay entirely. It felt like Call of Duty with jetpacks rather than... Let's, let's, let's give one credit to 343, though. Let's remember Halo 4 was on the Xbox 360, and it was fucking beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it did it look great. Yeah. But, so, yeah. 5 looked good, too, but looking good... But it, wasn't, save... but it wasn't on Xbox 360. I still think That's 4 true. looks better than 5. That is fair, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hope and I was a, was a technical showcase. Holy cow, that game looked good. Yep. It's true for sure. It's true for sure. The um, I just again, and I know I, I mentioned this um before, but like for as, as much trouble as has come out of that studio. When I say trouble, I just mean you know not great games. Um, <laughs> it's like it's just... now now the 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 president or whatever gets let go or leaves quote unquote um and it's just like man that game uh, that gives me absolutely no confidence whatsoever in the quality of that game and the irrit the irritating fact that it's supposed to be some sort of weird reboot so not only are they potentially fucking up the original story <laughs> they fucked up their own and aren't finishing it <laughs> right they're just like, yeah, okay, five was really bad, and we have nowhere to go with this. So let's go back to the first game story. That's the thing. If five leaves off on a cliffhanger, and it, yeah, that nobody bad, even remembers or cares about. A bad cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm I'm okay leaving it behind. All right, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, they, they completely screwed the pooch with all the forerunner bullshit. Drew, what? What? You got anything? To talk about? Yeah, I got a few all right, things. All right. I haven't been on the show since I got my Series X. Yay, that was only last week. I know. Uh, 2020 is a rough year, y'all. <laughs> 2020 is a long year, it seems like. Oh, shit, right? But, uh, yeah, uh, Series X, I found it very impressive. Uh, in fact, aside from Mortal Kombat, I've really only played older games on it. Because, like, like the first game I booted up was Sunset Overdrive. That's because you yes. were doing it for Phoenix Town. Exactly. Uh, and uh, aside from trying to finally figure out what's going on, because I played Sunset Overdrive, and I was like, it looks okay, I guess. I played for about two hours, and then I looked at my settings, and it was not playing an HDR10, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, what? Is my TV doesn't support HDR10? Bull. And so I sent that picture to Ken, and Ken was like, check your TV settings, maybe? <laughs> so I didn't know, but this this TV that I have, you have to designate a port for it to play in HDR. So I did that, and 
booted Sunset Overdrive back up, and I said, wow, that's a big difference. <laughs> so you hear us all talking about HDR all this time, and you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't see it. It's because you didn't have it turned on. Yeah, I didn't have it turned on. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it, but Sunset Overdrive, actually, anybody out there, I know it's an old game, but Sunset Overdrive actually shows it off pretty well because it's, it's just so colorful. Um, but, uh, yeah, I played, finished up Sunset Overdrive. That game was fine. That game was fine to a point. I think that game had some really cool ideas, and those cool ideas ran out in about five hours. Especially like the, the tower defense kind of modes, those got stale real quick. Those sucked. Yeah. And they kept pushing them. Point. Yeah, and they kept pushing them on you constantly. But I think that was an okay game. Yeah. Yeah. You know uh, what the best thing about Sunset Overdrive is? Soundtrack? No. If it didn't exist, Spider-Man wouldn't exist. So, you know, that's the best part about it. That's true. You can definitely that's see true. that there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of Spider-Man in that game. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, you can tell that they perfected it in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I, this is this is one of those moments where the Xbox fanboys are like, "You're welcome, PlayStationers." Oh, <laughs> they own that that franchise, and were clearly just handed money to make something. Um, I've been trying to figure out a series of game, like a game that they've made that is worse than Sunset Overdrive. Fuse, Fuser, what's that game called? Fuse. Yeah. Fuse, yeah, that game was not. That, that's about it. Other than but remember when Fuse was supposed stuff. to be something different, it would have been a lot better if they hadn't changed it? Well, I mean, the visuals would have been a lot better. It was also supposed to be more comedic. Overstrike, which is weird to think about because it looked like Overwatch. <laughs> that's probably why they changed it. Well, 2013. Blizzard was working on. But wasn't it still their big... Thing. Yeah, but the the artwork was out there. So was it? I don't yeah. think so, man. That was still back whenever it was going to be Titan. Titan. But that's what I'm saying is the Titan. Yeah, but Titan aesthetic. was realistic. Titan was not realistic. It was yeah. it was cartoony. Mm. You know, I, I kind of miss Resistance. I think the the <laughs> last Resistance game, like Resistance Three, was a, is a very underrated game. I uh, hated those games. I mean, really? those games yeah. are okay. I mean, they're basically like the bottom barrel of like top quality FPS. I don't know, man. I, I I thought the first one was good. The second one was mediocre, too bad, and then the third one was legitimately good. Uh, like the third a, one was fine. Play. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I enjoyed those games, but I've never once said I need another Resistance. I I still haven't. Pl- I had I never played the third one. Uh, the third one's good, probably right? yeah. my favorite one. Yeah, it's the best one, especially if you play co-op. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'll agree with your assessment of the first two, though. Yeah. Yeah. Will we, see another, will, will we see another kill zone? No. No? They're done with it? They uh, tried it They tried it four times, and it never hit, and then they did Horizon Zero Dawn, and it hit real big. Yeah, so I was, I was, just, getting right, I was just getting ready to say, they they found a more successful franchise. I, yeah. I kind of figured. Although I do love Kill Zone 2 and 3's multiplayer. I, it's a Halo could, I could never get yeah, over man. the the weighty shooting in that game. I just didn't like the way it felt. Man. It's because uh, Killzone was so good that Halo went so, went down so fast, right? That's what happened. 
Killzone killed Halo. Exactly. Killzone killed itself. Let's be stop, stop giving Killzone the credit for what Hayes did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good game. I liked it. I'm so, I'm I'm sorry, but we played it for the ga- worst games of the of the year kind of thing. No, that d- didn't deserve to be on that list. That game is not good. That game's not good, but it's not bad. bad. I like the concept that that game was presenting. It's just handled not well. No, this is but this is now game. a haze defense podcast. I'm not <laughs> defending it. I'm saying it's still lame. So we, but we I don't have the right to human defender. Haze defender. <laughs> who all is, I want, uh, all who I want that? is a Far Cry like game, but it's haze. It's Ubisoft. That game was made by uh, Free Radical, right? Yes. Free Radical. That's but, right. Yeah. Ubisoft has the rights to haze, so I want to see them do. No, My own version of Crisis. No, no, no Ubisoft, do not do oh, Haze. Haze is such a good idea. The drug it's a bad video it's game. Well, there's plenty of good ideas that are bad video games, and let's just keep it that way. <laughs> God. What else you got going on, Drew? Uh, let's see here. So, um, I am reviewing Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. The game with like 600 DLC items. So, here's the deal with that. Here's the deal. I downloaded Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and for some odd reason, they said, okay, you just want the game, right? (laughs) And so I I downloaded like 30 gigs and then tried to boot it up, and it said, whoa, 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 you can't play the story. I'm like, why? You didn't download it. Exactly. You didn't download it. Also, you didn't download any DLC for this game. I'm like, why would you not just download everything? <laughs> so I downloaded all the DLC, and then it said, well, story mode is not available. And the estimated wait time is unavailable. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, what? I absolutely, the one thing I don't like about Xbox is when they have like 6 billion things to download for the game. Like, Stuff just seemed to get lost in the switching over to Series X. Like, Dirt had this problem. Mortal Kombat had this problem. There was another game that had this problem. Call of Duty was another game that had this problem. Because there's like 30 items when you go to manage the game. Now, Call of Duty, I get, because you can go in there and delete zombies in multiplayer or campaign, whatever you don't plan on playing. And let's be fair, that helps big time when you're looking at a 130 gig game. Mortal Kombat's no slouch. Mortal Kombat's a big one. That's, yeah. that's a big dude. And and so I, I was like, why didn't it download the story mode? So I went to the store. There's two different story modes. There's 4K story mode, and there's regular story mode. <laughs> you should really not be going to the store. I'll give you an Xbox tip from somebody who uses it way too much. Don't go to the store to look for your shit. Go to your game library, hover over the icon, and hit the, what do they call it, the back button, the view button, whatever that fucking thing's called. And you can manage your game right there. You can see everything you own. You can see if it's got a checkbox next to it, which hard drive it's installed on. Just do it from there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, um, did any of you guys download the PlayStation app on your phone? It's actually pretty nice. The, so I joked about that on Twitter the other day, but it's 100% yeah. true. The Xbox app went backwards, like, massively, the PlayStation app is now the bar. That thing is amazing. 
Yeah, it's really nice. Super snappy. It's it's got like your trophies, like recent play games. The store loads up really fast. You can queue up things to download. It goes instantly to the PS5. I've been using it for like just downloading and updating my games. It's been work, working really well. And you can buy games on the yep. app. Yeah, amazing, Xbox. right? The yeah, Xbox, Xbox One decided to remove those two things you just mentioned. You yeah. can't go to the store. What? You can't look at your achievements. Yeah, those things were removed in the new Xbox app. But why, though? I I'll don't tell know. Why, I'll tell you why the store was removed. Okay. Because Microsoft was getting pissed about the 30% Apple was taking. Oh. That's a lot. Because if you buy something on an app through the App Store, Apple gets like 30% of it. Oh, I had no idea. For, that for it was doing just... nothing, by the way. They yeah, don't for know. doing nothing but hosting the, the app on their store. That's it. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's why Microsoft and Apple have been in that fight recently, you know. Yeah, well, I have a freaking Samsung, so why yeah. change mine? I have a Samsung. God, I do gosh. have a Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I own is Samsung. Uh, that's Drew's life is just a meme, man. He's just living he's, in it. He's got, a, he's got a baseball cap and a t-shirt that says Samsung yep. on it. That's right. Walks around the house with those on. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I played Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, that's a good game. Damn right it is. I suck. The end. I suck at that game. I did like. Did you, did you play against Ken and he whooped you for seven hours straight? Is that what happened? No, I played against randoms. Okay. And randos. And just got the crap beat out. I mean, I can't play those games. I cannot. Like, that was honestly the only fighting game I can play now is Street Fighter Four. I can't even play five. <laughs> uh, Drew, did you know there was a button you have to press to block in uh, Mortal Kombat? It's like it's, you don't hold back in Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things that always throws me off. Like, yeah, like just instinctively, I'm almost like I'm holding down and back. Why do I get hit by that? I'll gotta pull the trigger. Yeah. You got some friendships though. Some good ones in there. Yeah, there's some good ones. There's like, uh, you know, I, of course, I went to the fatality training and just been like, okay, let's see all of them. Did and you course, see the? Have you seen the rain fatality yet? Which one's that one? The one where he has the the, the four people behind him and plays the song. No, the Prince, the Prince reference. You got you got to do that one. Okay, that I saw the uh, the the Jacks friendship classic. There's so many great yeah. friendships in that game. Like that game is just like nine hundred percent fan service. Yeah. Dude, that one oh, stage, the one stage that's an arcade. Did you know you can change the background and the music by hopping off of the projector? Oh, see, I didn't know that, but it started off with, like, the pixelated crowd in the background. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what is this stage? Because I thought, I was like, oh, it's like a retro stage. And then I started moving around the stage, and it's like, oh, I'm in an arcade right now. I was like, this is actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, if you do, if you do like, the, the interactive jump off of the projector, it'll change the background to a different classic Mortal Kombat stage. God, those guys are so good. They are. They are the best at what they do. <laughs> yeah, th- those guys are so good. Like, NetherRealm, I feel like people don't give them enough credit. I feel like... I think people like to crap on NetherRealm for some reason. Yeah, I've never figured it out. Like, so many people have... Like, Japanese. It's just... I, I don't get it. Like, you look at their tech. Like, their character models are unparalleled dude the story mode it looks freaking real dude and there's two of them in this one yeah 
Yep. As someone that doesn't like actually competitively playing Mortal Kombat or enjoy the fighting aspect of it, I still respect the hell out of what they do with the story mode. I play every single story mode for Injustice, Injustice 2, MK9, 10, and 11. Just for the story mode. I'll play the story mode, finish it, just be done with it, and just put it out. Like watching, like I'm watching a movie. And I really enjoy that experience. And I don't know why people don't give them the credit that they deserve for that, man. It's like the I best production value for story mode ever. Awesome. Yeah, I have I have no idea why they don't get credit because they're they're, I mean their facial capture on their characters is ridiculous. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that, that game is jam packed with stuff. Yeah, for sure. John Rambo is in that game. It's <laughs> <laughs> voiced by Sylvester Stallone. It is voiced by him. Is he is he legitimately good in the game can or is he just kind of a throwaway character? He's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like there's no bad characters in this game. There, you know, honestly, as much as I've played it, there's really not. I mean, there's definitely some top tier, some middle tier, and some low tier, but yeah. all of them are fun to. Even fucking Shiva's yes. fun to play. Yeah, Shiva's yeah. never been fun to play. I, I, like, I'm, I'm enjoying all the characters. I just suck at the game. Like, it's one of those. It's like uh, their combo system has always been weird compared to everybody else's combo system. It has because it's the dial-up. You know, you you tap the three buttons and then you wait for it to play out. I, I get why people don't like it. I do. Yeah, it just plays way differently than any other fighting game that I'm used to. But I mean, I, I can't deny it's a great game. It, it yeah. really is. I mean, it's it's a fantastic game. It looks amazing in 4K. Looks amazing in HDR. Like everything runs smooth as butter. So uh, Ken, as, as as someone so knowledgeable about Nether Realms, when are we getting that announcement for uh, Injustice Three? I'm gonna guess we'll get a tease at the Game Awards, maybe, Ooh. but it, it may not because, like they've said, MK11 got support a hell of a lot longer than MK10. That's true. Did. Yeah, that's true. So it may be, it may be because we're due for Injustice. I think. Not next year, but the year after. I th- oh, they, usually, they usually take two years in between they games. They take two years per game, and if they're doing Injustice 3, which I'd almost guarantee you that's what they're working on, then we'll see it in 2022. Nice. Something to look forward to. I love those Injustice games. Yeah, yeah. and with COVID, I'm sure we're going to get a delay. So I, <laughs> there may be something at the Game Awards, but there may not be. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, uh, playing... Uh, MK11. Uh, I am also reviewing Observer Redux. Oh yeah, or System Redux. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next gen version of the game. I have always knew about that game. I didn't know it was made by the Layer of Fear, Layers of Fears per people. Bloober Jam. Bloober. Um, that game is weird. It's got like, Rutger Hauer in it. Yeah, of course it's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got him in it. Yeah, I think he's a good voice actor. That's just me, though. I think he's a fantastic actor, but when you sit him in front of a a microphone and say, read your lines, it just feels kind of stiff sometimes. Mm. He's got a great voice. Um, But, yeah, it, this game is strange. It's like a first-person detective game. Where you like hack a, like a cyberpunk detective game, very right? cyberpunky. Okay, uh, um, you are trying to solve 
this murder. You're locked in a uh, apartment complex. Um, there's like a lockdown that happens because of like the, apparently some kind of a plague or something may happen. If it detects anything like that, it locks down a place so nobody can get out. And you were doing an investigation and the place got locked down. And it's it's hinted at that you're now locked in with the killer that's still running around this complex. Um, but it's weird because you can, you can jack into people's minds like dead people or people who are about to die and see their memories. And it's so weird because you don't, you're wanting to find the memory of who killed this person, but you're going through their entire life story almost at times. And it's like flashing. So it's, it's, it's a strange game, man. It's uh, but it's interesting. Uh, it, like it, it's very simple. There's not much to you know. There's not much gameplay to say. It's it's more of like a story driven exploration game. Um, okay. So it, this version, right? So I have the original version, a version of uh, Observer, mm-hmm. and um, I understand this is the system Redux version with the graphical upgrade. And I was surprised to find out that even though I own the original, I don't get a upgrade to the new version. Does nope. the new visuals really justify not giving upgrades to original owners? I don't know that any of these games are going to justify it, but some of these companies are going to attempt to get away with it, like Capcom, I, fucking Control. I personally have not played the original, but I can tell you this: playing this game, I would. It it looks like an Xbox One game. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I, That's disappointing. I mean, the only thing I can think of that that it may have done was the lighting because it gets dark. Like it, it like I'm trying to like figure out where I'm at sometimes in like apartments that are like blacked out, and it's just like I can't see anything. I like I have to like use my night vision. He, he has like augments. There's a lot of augmentation in this game. So you have like a heat seeking augment, and you have like a almost like an electronic pulse that you can see with. I think that plays into the part of the game. But um, as far as like the character models go and stuff like that, I'm like maybe I don't know. Like I have no no frame of reference. Right. Right. I'm just like I could easily see this on Xbox One. Yeah, that's disappointing. I was hoping for an impression like, wow, you know, this is tremendous. This is one of the the best looking games or something like that because they're really selling this uplift. Like it's like game changing or like ray tracing and other, you know, other nonsense to make the game really look good. But if you tell me that it looks like an Xbox One game, then, you know, clearly not initially impressive. I mean, the only thing I can think of is look at some comparison videos or something like that because I I don't even know. I I haven't ever went back and looked at gameplay of this game. So it maybe looked 10 times better. I don't know. This game came out, what, 2016, 2017 originally? So I I don't know. I haven't seen a ton of games that, unless you're going back and doing the work like Spider-Man Remastered or Gears 5. Like, Gears 5 looks incredible on Series X. But, like, Devil May Cry 5, unless you have a 120 hertz display, this is the same fucking game. Uh, like, uh, well, they, they support the ray tracing and the. They do support the, the ray tracing, but yeah. that game is so goddamn dark, you very rarely see it. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, play, I played Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, and I'm like, I don't. Like, this game looked really good on Xbox One X. Yeah, it did. 
it looks really good on Series X, but it doesn't look forty dollars better. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is like PC owners are used to what Microsoft is doing with smart delivery, but these companies that are coming out here and being like, "Nah, dog, you got to buy a new game." Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Like you own the games, and then you get the facelift automatically just by going to your configurations on the PC. But they're asking you to, you know, put out forty to twenty dollars, depending on the type of game it is, to get the the facial uplift, and it just kind of bums me out, man. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna charge me, you better damn well make it worth it. And so far, the only yeah. ones I've seen that are worth it are, like I said, Gears Five looks incredible going up res. And getting the texture. Like, they actually went in and did the work. You know, Spider-Man Remastered, obviously beautiful. I don't like how they're playing that one, though. Like, you can't just buy Spider-Man Remastered, which I think is still a crock of shit. Yeah, I agree. It's still but is. the work they did on that, incredible. Yep. But so far, Devil May Cry, Drew sounds like Observer. I'll, I'll hold my opinion on control until it comes out, even though I'm not paying for it. I'll be interested to see what people say about it, but so far your your pay to upgrades have not been they're not they're not working out. So yeah. Uh, and the uh, last game I want to talk about um, it's a very important one that I want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> I've got bad okay. news, Drew. I did not play it. Yeah, it's okay. Damn it! All right, so this game I'm I'm playing for review. It is a. It is a game True. that is – how do I describe this game? So this is a Trials clone, but you're riding on uh, flotation devices while going down a water-themed pipe. It's called a water slide? Kind of. And it's called Slide Stars. And the big hook here is that you're playing as your favorite internet influencers. <laughs> I have played this game. Uh, I have looked up every single character in this game. And I can safely say I have never heard of any of these people. Because you're old. At the same no. time, I am 35 years old. I mean, and- I, I looked at them too. And uh, I knew, I think, one of them, and it's not because I watch their channel, but just because they are the doctor that people talk to when they have questions, because that's what he does. And he's the only one that's, like, a we- like weirdly the outlier, where it's like, oh, this person prof- has an actual profession outside of this. Yeah. Everybody else is like, you might recognize him from this. I don't. <laughs> so, first thing is that this game looks like garbage. Uh, I want to Google this game. What was it called again? Slide Slide Stars. Stars. Slide Stars. Cool. Thank you. Secondly, there's some kind of a scheme happening here. (laughs) Let me (laughs) let me explain. Money laundering kind of scheme. So, this is a forty dollar game, I believe. I'm not sure. I have to look it up again. It's too much. It's too much. (laughs) Um, But when you buy the game. And you boot it up. In the background of the main menu, there are ads playing. On top of that, there is two characters in this game that I have never heard of before. That I mean, I'm I'm like this. 
sounds made up. Yeah, I was gonna say, hold on, Drew. You need to go back there for a second. Yeah, I have never heard of any of these people, but sure, I can look at their stuff. There's two characters in this game named Amusement Force Greg and Amusement Force Keys. Or Kais, I don't know how you pronounce it. Hold on, I have to. I'm pulling up the stars list so I can. Yeah, play it I'm home. looking at it right now. Yeah, these two people uh, are professional YouTubers who go to different water parks and review them. Funny enough, this game is about riding in a water park. I went to their Twitter amusement force. I have more followers than they do. I think they co-opted this. I think they created this game and somehow got other influencers to say, yeah, put my face on it. And then they sell you ads while you play the game. So you, you pay money to get ads. It's what it seems like because you don't pay money to play this game because this game plays like crap. Uh, you know, when you said influencers, I was thinking like it's going to have like PewDiePie uh, oh, or something no. like no that. No video but... game celebrity would agree to be in this video game. So... But Drew, you realize that this is a video game. <laughs> so I was expecting to see some video game related celebrities. Oh, no. No, but, no, no. Sweet something yeah, child, I no. I don't know any of these people. Because video game celebrities would be like, I don't want to be tied to this piece of crap video game. I yeah. looked up the first people that show up are the Stokes brothers. 5.9 million followers on Instagram. Hey, by the way, it's not true that there are no video game related people. Oh, yeah? Apo, Apo Red, or Apoord, I don't know how to say it, uh-huh. dominates the German YouTube gaming scene with millions of subscribers. Is it because of, of his unique sense of humor or his edgy pranks? Who knows? Is this what an we AI do know is this is an AI generated this... article? What? Is this an AI generated article? <laughs> no, this is on their website. What we do know is that this fashion-driven video producer and rapper, his biggest passion is to combine gaming with making people laugh. I Can we read that sentence one more time. What we do know is that this fashion-driven rap video producer and rapper, his biggest passion. Is to combine gaming with making people laugh. That's a lot of uh, hacks. So, a, so a, a, a rapping video game playing comedian fashionista so is I'm, in this game. I'm in the Apparats, like two different YouTube channels that he has. One has 180,000 subscribers and the other has 345. So that combines to be millions. So the math checks out at least. So that's good. So they're not lying about that. So, you know, it's, uh, the advertisement at some point. I spent more time on this fucking Alan Stokes. I'm like, I scrolled down to see, like, is there any mention of this video game on what the, like, the Stokes Brothers Instagram? No. Like, they're not even acknowledging it exists. Maybe these what people even, don't know. What even compelled you to review this game out of nowhere, Drew? Alan, <laughs> With your own money, no less. No. No. Wait, what? You no. paid for this? <laughs> no. Stop it. No, Ken said, hey, I got two games to review, and they both suck. Which one, which one do you want? And I said, hey, one of them was called Slide Stars. So I looked it up and I said, Influencers, I want to tear into that one. 
<laughs> and I have speed three that I still have to start up. So yeah. Wait, Slide speed, stars. Speed, speed three right. based on the movie Speed Three? No. Okay. Damn. We'd have a I'd have a better time. Okay. Um, Is there a speed three? Was there? I think I know I there's was a speed two. one and two. Direct to DVD speed three. Yeah, I don't much Yeah, yeah. Probably. Oh my god! Yes, there is. Yeah, what, what's, yeah. what's the, what's the uh, subtitle? Oh no, there is not. Never mind. Oh. I am wrong. There's an the glacial fortress. The glacial <laughs> fortress. Speed three. The glacial fortress. It is a. There is a, uh, a. An episode of Father Ted called Speed Three. <sighs> oh, also so, yeah. involved in this game. Milan Knoll, the number one gaming star of the Netherlands. Okay. Well, all we're saying is that you got to do your research when when it comes to uh, reviewing masterpieces <laughs> like this, Drew. So make sure you dig deep, uh, do your research on each of these individuals, watch every one of their videos, uh, like all of their Instagram posts. Make sure that you're really you know integrated. Smash that, that like button. Exactly. So, 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 baby. So I, I most certainly at least looked up every single one of these people. Um, and because they also, in the character select menu, uh, when you select a person or hover over them, it gives you their Twitter handle, their Facebook handle, and their Instagram handle. Of course. Uh, so you can look them up real easy. Um, you don't need Instagram anymore. You can just fleet, 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 fleet all over the place. That's true. But uh, yeah, it's... Oh, fleet, 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 fleet. Glad somebody got the reference. Thank you. Um, God damn. It makes, me, it makes me feel a lot better knowing that like Nickelodeon Racers 2 just had Jojo Siwa and I knew who she was. And I was like, this seems to have some reason that I don't fully understand. Dude, Slide Stars ain't, get, ain't getting no mask Singer level uh, celebrity appearance. Yeah. Fair. We just gave it more time than they probably spent to development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you just paint over Line Rider and like let's throw that out as a game? Okay, called Slide Stars. So Slide Stars is really a it's a trials clone. It is. Uh, I hope the, the physics are janky. the The problem is is that there are parts of this of the levels that force you to go forward, and in trials they didn't do that. So you could take your time and try to make these jumps properly and stuff like that. Uh, and also, if you fail in trials, instant restart. In this one, it's about a two-second delay. After doing that about ten times, you're like, I don't want to play this game anymore. So, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> and so that's... I got a lot of review of this, and... Well... Yep. Sorry, Amusement Force Greg. I will not be bamboozled today. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Um, I have to keep the comedy going, but I was going to cut in and be like, when Drew is like, and I, I haven't played anything else, I'm like, well, I was like going to throw it a Halo Killer. So I decided to look up what other Halo Killers there were, and it brought me to Quora, and where someone was asking, was there ever a successful Halo Killer? Now, what they wrote is not what's interesting. In the first, the first related question is, does Master Chief ever have sex in the Halo franchise? Oh, that was a joke back in the day. Everybody always uh, forgets the best Halo killer, though, 
was uh, Tribes. Remember one? Tribes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Said goodbye, Halo. Say goodbye, Halo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the bin. That's why. Jeez. Good old Tribes. Oh, man, that game was. Oh, Drew. Um. I rarely get a speak a time to uh, talk to you these days on on the on on Discord like this, so I got to bring something up before uh, you're done with your games here. Sure. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about the Supernatural series finale. Ah, can you tell us a little mouth. bit about that? Shut can your you, mouth. Can we talk oh, no. just a little? Just a little. No, I haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, that is no. That has been out. Okay. No, 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 no. Last it just, Thursday. Yeah, it happened Thursday, and I'm okay. waiting for it to hit Netflix so I can watch it yep. all at one time. Yeah, I'm okay, waiting. Okay. I'm, 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 I look forward to hearing your impressions, both of you. I have actually watched the first, what they put up, 13? 12 episodes. Well, I watched the, tw- the first 12. I haven't seen them. I own them. I just haven't watched them. Yeah, I'm going to wait for it to hit Netflix, which is usually about two weeks after it yeah. airs. Okay. So I'm going cool. cool. to power through it. I've been, I stopped following Jarpad. On Twitter, because I didn't want to hear anything. So, yeah, good. Hey, the good thing is, uh, Jensen Eccles is going to be on season three of The Boys. Are you going to watch Walker Texas Ranger with Jarpad? No. no, I'm not. What? You don't want to see Sam Winchester in a cowboy hat again? No. Yeah, he's he's going to be the new Walker Texas Ranger. You didn't know that? Who is Jerry uh, Padalecki? Jerry the the Sam brother from. Supernatural. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not yes. know there was going to be a new Walker, Texas Ranger. Yep. And like Drew yep. said, uh, Vincent's going to be on the boys as uh, what's as a superhero soldier something soldier, soldier boy soldier boy. That's right. Yeah. Not not soldier boy, but soldier, soldier boy. boy. Not soldier, soldier boy. Different one. <laughs> All right, Drew. Anything else? I don't know. That's. I mean, I, I, all right, I will mention, um, because I did review it this week, uh, Pikmin 3. Yeah. Pikmin 3 is a good game. game. Okay. Pikmin th- all right, so I'll, I'll put it this way. Pikmin 3 is a great game, but th- I have every, I <clears throat> experienced everything I need to experience from Pikmin with that game. Yeah, you so, only need so to play one. If they make a Pikmin 4, they need to change it. They won't. But they won't. So there you go. I'm I'm very disappointed in you, Drew. The first time we play Overwatch in like six months together, and you don't even mention it. Oh right, we played Overwatch together last night. Last night. Yeah, last, last night. Last night. It, it's good to know that uh, 15, 15 years that I've come back that you guys are still talking about Overwatch. That's that's always I nice. Mean, we're still playing it. Jay. We still play it every day. The the fact that the first game that Ken loaded up on his shiny new Xbox Series X was Overwatch. Made me equal parts disappointed and comforted at the same time. So I mean, I had yeah. to, right? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's I like, also, I play, I'll be fair. I didn't play a game. I went into the training mode and shot a couple bots and then left. I just, right. I just wanted to boot it up first. That man, I, I have to give it to him though. Overwatch looks fantastic in HDR. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy that, crap! That auto HDR is real nice on Overwatch. Yes, it is. But yeah, we played Overwatch. We got our asses handed to us. Drew was dragging me down into bronze last night. Oh, oh listen to you, sucker. I, I was the one getting the cards every freaking match. I got the only play of the game we got. That's a lie. 
That's a <laughs> damn lie. You're gonna have y'all. That, they, that play of the game nerd. that they gave me was just that was a joke. It was a joke. You killed two people. I know. I was like, why did you give that to me? Well, boy, that game must have been terrible. It was terrible. Ninety percent of the games that we played last night was terrible. Yeah, we did get rolled quite a few times. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I, it's it's because I'm so low leveled in the Xbox version that they're throwing us with idiots. Yeah, we were getting some <laughs> really bad people. I think Drew and I were pulling gold damage on tanks, so yep. we, we were not having good matches last night. Yep. Yep. But yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I will go as fast as I possibly can because, uh, wow. Um, I'll I'll blast through the the indie games real quick. I played Star Renegades. That game is equal parts neat and confusing. I need to play some more of that. It's kind of like a anime style turn based RPG um, with mechs and an interesting combat system. Oh, yeah, um, I, d- I downloaded that on uh, Game Pass. Should... Yeah, yeah, it's it's on Game Pass. It's uh. It's worth checking out. Nice. Um, Mystopia is this week's Rattalaka Jam. It is a Metroidvania game where you play as a mouse with a sword. Okay. Uh, Kid Trip is an endless runner, so I lasted all of about five minutes before I was like, fuck this game. Uh, Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead is exactly what the title says it is. So if you want to build bridges for zombies, that's your game. Poker Club crashed my Xbox, so I'm not going to play that again. From what I hear, it's poorly optimized and not very good. I uh, booted up Brawl Chess and realized I don't know how to play chess. <laughs> Poker Club crashed my Xbox 100% sounds like it would be a uh, punk or ska album title in the early 90s. I feel you. Uh, I can't talk about the game I played the most this week. So I think I might be able to talk about it next week. We'll see. But I do want to talk about one last game. And if you want to talk about a stark contrast, I played Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. <laughs> mm, fluid so, gameplay. Um, we've been playing a lot of PS5 and Series X and these beautiful 4K 60 frames a second. And then I boot up Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And I am presented with what I can only assume to be. I cannot wait for the Digital Foundry on this because I want to know. This game looks like it's running at 480p. (laughs) And it drops to the teens in the frame rate department. Yeah, I played the demo. It looks like they haven't improved much, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got the demo downloaded i haven't actually had a chance to to check it out yet so you know what sucks is is that it's really good like the game itself is really good imagine a breath of the wild with no breakable weapons and like a lot more combat because obviously it's a muso game so you're going to be constantly hacking people it is a wonderful game it makes you go, fuck, we really need a new Switch. I played Hyrule Warriors to completion. Did it any of you guys play that one? That yeah. one didn't have that much issue with frame race, did it? No. It, I mean, it didn't hold 60, but it was okay. Was yeah, it yeah. It was perfectly serviceable. 
The Switch version was um, they added some stuff, but it was pretty much the same. But it was the same. Like yeah. even even I hate to say this, I've even played the 3DS version on the new 3DS, and I mean it was all right. Like it had obviously some issues compared to the Wii U version, but it, like, it was still fine. The basic 3DS could not handle that game because it would only put in like five enemies at a time. But like it was impressive to have it running as well as it was on the 3DS. So it's kind of disappointing to know that like this sounds like a mess. I mean, it, it don't, like I tweeted about it, and somebody said, "Really? I didn't notice any issues in the demo." And I was like, "I get if you're not like really sensitive to frame rates. Like if they dip down to like 25 or 55, you know what I mean." But if you legitimately cannot have a problem with the frame rate in this game, I I don't know, man. I haven't seen a game. I haven't seen a game run this bad in a long time. And you know that's it's kind of a shocking thing because this is a first party Nintendo game, right? And Nintendo generally knocks it out of the park with like consistency in terms of like frame rates and playability most of the time. By Koei Tecmo. Mm, That's true. So, but but even the fours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to think about it, like, uh, to put that into perspective, I believe Fire Emblem Warriors came out uh, on Switch as well. Yeah. And that one offered a 720p 60 frames per second mode and a 1080p 30 frames per second mode. And so, it didn't lock onto either mode, I mean, either frame rate, like, you know, consistently, but it was still playable with the 720 60. And then you'll still be, you know, uh, hitting hitting uh, a decent decent amount of frames without getting too many drops. So why why the step backwards in such a drastic degree? I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I, like looking at the resolution of this game, I don't know that you could offer a lower res <laughs> version of this. Maybe. Um, so they it's, I guess they were too ambitious ambitious with the graphics because the graphics the, the the visuals actually looks really nice. It looks like Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, um, and it shouldn't look like Breath of the Wild because it can't. It can't handle that many character models on screen at once with with that kind of visual fidelity. It just can't. No, it cannot, and it, it makes me. It's one of those things. Like when I played Dirt Five on Xbox One X, uh, playing in the image quality mode, I was like, "Whoa, we're really ready for new consoles. This thing isn't holding thirty or isn't holding sixty. This doesn't look great." And then I go play this. I'm like, "Wow, we really need like two forward innovations on the Switch." To run yeah. this bad boy, because it just... And it sucks, because the game is good. It's really good. Like, I love all the little details they put into it. The combat feels good when it's not... The combat feels good when it actually, like, is there. Because when you're dropping down to, you know, 10, 15 frames a second, the combat feels bad. But when it does manage to hit at least 30, you're like, oh, well, this feels really good. You played it docked, I assume, Ken? Yes, that is docked. So, it was funny because my son was sitting here when I first booted it up, and he's like, is this an old game? Huh. I was like, it came out on Friday. He's like, is it supposed to look like an old game? Yeah, I think uh, we're kind of at that point because there's such a stark contrast from the, the new generation that just arrived compared to the Switch, which was already old the moment that it came out. 
um, we're just kind of having to deal with this nonsense. It sucks because I, you know, I've said it a hundred times before. Make the game look worse. I don't care if it looks more pixelated and jaggy. Just make it run at a solid 30 or if you're <laughs> being ambitious, try for 60. But 30 is more reasonable to say for uh, a new release uh, Switch game like that. So do that. You know, don't, don't shoot for the stars and go for, go for visuals that look really nice on screenshots and then you're going to end up playing a fucking slideshow. That's yeah. not that's not fun for anybody. It's it literally gives you a headache while playing it, and you don't want to deal with that for a Musou game, which is fairly lengthy. Yeah, I think uh, I think the most shocking thing, and it, it just goes to show like how much forgiveness they get, is like <clears throat> seeing all these people tweeting about the game, and like when you mention the frame rate, they're like, "Well, I didn't notice it." <laughs> don't I'm worry, like, they're busy. They're busy hating on Nintendo for something else. I just I, oh, I, I don't oh, understand like. Criticize when needs to be criticized is what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, if they could, like, if there's a Switch Pro in the in the spring, I bet I'm, this game's going to be awesome. I, I mean, I've been, because I can get one again, I've been waiting to see if there's any announcement, because uh, like, my birthday's in February, and I was, thought, I was thinking maybe I'll pick up a Switch, but then I'm like, I should probably wait, because... A new one might be right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Annoying. It's annoying thinking that way because, like, but like, you know, with this, I and rumors about the reason Doom not being able to be put on cartridge because the file size is too big. Yep. Like Doom is yeah. Doom Eternal is only going to be digital now. Uh, what's the Sims you own, Anthony? I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, of of like current stuff now, no. No, I, um, no, I mean to say it's just in general uh, that you regularly play. Xbox One, uh, PS4, and a PC that's outdated. I mean, like, if okay. you, uh, but I still pick up my 3DS. I still play older stuff, but obviously, no, nothing new is coming to mm-hmm. those consoles. Yeah, I, I always assumed you had a Switch for some reason. So, okay, uh, I think a lot of people do, but most of the time, <laughs> I have to be like, no, I don't. And I, I thought about it. But the problem was is that outside of two games really so far i haven't really felt the need and those two games are luigi's mansion and uh mario odyssey yeah both pretty both excellent very, games. Very, yeah. good both games, very good games really. but like i played i played uh, breath of the wild on wii u and i just haven't same. felt it sorry i said i, I the same i played yeah, so, breath of the wild on wii u so it wasn't it wasn't necessary for me to upgrade right away and they just haven't put out as much stuff to make me go, I need that, because most other game, like most third party stuff, is outside of the Switch. Mm-hmm. That being said, I own one Switch game, and it's Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap physically because I I have issues. But I, yeah, I you, have, you you own a game for a system you may never own. It's because it's Wonder Boy. <laughs> okay, that's cool. it. Cool story, bro. Nice, well done. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I own Mortal Kombat for the Game Gear. <laughs> Come at me, game, bro. Game Gear? Yeah. You know they made that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, game Gear. I really am interested to see where Nintendo's going to go because Age of Calamity really sticks out. It's like, this game should not have been released. 
So do you guys think, as a speculation standpoint, right, like games getting delayed, like, for example, like Metroid basically being remade from scratch again because of some developmental issues, is that just like a cover story for them to just launch it with the the Switch Pro whenever that's going to be coming around? You know, I would normally say yes because that's like my gamer brain going, but Mm -hmm. let's be fair, the Switch still sells like a fucking madhouse. There's no reason for them to change it. It does. So business-wise, it would be stupid for them to release a console that, if it's not just, like, you're splitting your development there like they did with the new 3DS, and that bit them in the ass. So the question is, do they do that again? The the way I see it, I think, as far as the technology goes, is that um, Sony and Microsoft are playing tennis against each other, and, mm-hmm. and you know, Nintendo's off on the sandbox building sandcastles and just having yeah. a grand old time doing it. And that's perfectly fine. I'm down with that. The competition between the two big hitters, Sony and Microsoft, kind of pushing each other. Uh, I think it's great for gamers in general, in most cases, outside of like exclusives and done, done pre-order stuff. But the fact that Nintendo is not focusing on the technological aspect and pushing the envelope in that regard is perfectly fine as long as they're able to put out quality games. But like Ken brought up, we're kind of getting to the point where they're putting out these subpar games that are being held up, held back by the technological limitations, at which point you have no choice but to innovate, but to move forward with your technology to the next step. And you saw that a bit at the end of the 3DS life cycle because games would stop having 3D implemented. Not because that was not a feature that wasn't being used, because there were some that still had 3D, but it's because they couldn't run the games in you would have the game just chug because it has to half the resolution and then it would also take more processing power so you just couldn't do it towards the end and what's irritating is that some of those games have not left the 3ds and have that could clearly be uh better using more processing power of like the switch because they barely used the touchscreen at 1.2 they just stopped using the features just to try to get as much power of the console as possible. Yeah. I start to wonder if anybody is capable. Like it's you the two games you mentioned, Anthony, Super Mario Odyssey and Luigi's Mansion Three, are running off Calamity and you're like, well this it's not really doing anything over the top of those games other than it's putting more shit on screen, which is what's causing the problem. But you start to wonder if Nintendo had Yeah, I mean well it's it's important to note that technically Luigi's Mansion is not built in-house. Uh, it is the level uh, has been almost the second-party developer since the Wii or GameCube with Super Mario Strikers. Um, this time, third parties like one and two. But um, you know, we, we've been hearing stuff about Metroid forever, and it's just one of those things where I, I think Nintendo just doesn't necessarily know what to do with it at times. I don't think I'll speak for everybody in the gaming world when I say I wish there was a Nintendo console with the specs of the Xbox Series X. I'd settle for a console with the specs of an Xbox One. I mean, at this point, to be fair, I would settle for that. But imagine the dream. No, of course, the Nintendo Power Switch. I just can only imagine you'd have to play it with oven mitts on. Oh God! It would. Can you imagine the new Zelda? Can you imagine the new Zelda game running on hardware as powerful as the Xbox Series X? Doubles as a heat ray. Oh. Other people's faces off. It has to exhaust so much. 
Uh, let's go through the news because they're literally it's Thanksgiving week, y'all. Which, by the way, everybody stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Thanksgiving. I know everybody wants to see their family, but come on, it's by, getting crazy. By the way, uh, you're all invited to my Super Shredder event, so I'll shoot you guys the address <laughs> in a minute. So okay, go on. I Super Shredder event. Super, super shredder. shredder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Ryan? The plan has changed. This is now a super shredder event. Everyone drops up as a teenage mutant ninja turtles. I'm back Kevin on. Nash I'm coming. Going up. Yep. Uh, there's literally like no games coming out this week. It's Thanksgiving, so uh, let's do some news. There's a new James Bond coming from the developers at IO Interactive. Hype. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool combination. I didn't know that I wanted. That is such a good combination. I never even thought of. Yeah, those are the people you wanted. It was. I'm, they said it's first person, though, right? I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. Pretty sure it's said to be first person, which is not really what they do. But I'm okay with it still because, like, I mean, Hitman does have first person modes that you can toggle on enough, so they have yeah. some experience. But that's a good combination. Oh, I like it. Yeah, uh, it's a great one. I- I'm surprised I'm seeing any James Bond game, to be honest. And I'm wondering, are they doing? Are they going to do their own version? If it's going to be like a origin story, or are they going to be really Daniel Craig looking James Bond? Because I would prefer nah. if they try to not connect this to a movie. They shouldn't. They should do an original thing. Yeah. Uh, as we as we mentioned earlier, the Spider Man. Um, remastered okay. save transfer is now live. You can go download nice. 63 gigs to transfer your save. Here's one that'll drive the um, the OCD in me crazy, uh, and I didn't notice it until somebody pointed it out. If you look at the top of your DualSense controller, the Sony logo is off-center from the charging hole. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> but 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 Ken, what does it mean? I don't know. There's an extra letter in there that you don't know about. You just can't see it. It's a very it's a very Kojima thing for you to say. I know. <laughs> uh, what else is going on this week? I know that Steam has added support for the DualSense controller, so you can now sync that bad boy up. Haptics oh. and and feedback is not available yet, though. So. Okay, well, I'll have to. Plug that in. Uh, which, by the way, I really like the DualSense controller, but I do have to say that haptics have not really been working out for me. Or the sorry, the impulse triggers have not really been my cup of tea outside of Astrobot. Uh, I haven't really had any issues. Obviously, Astrobot being the the ridiculously great tech demo that it is, it works best there. But playing like Demon Souls and stuff like that, feeling like the impact uh, when I'm like hitting a wall. And getting murdered by enemies who my weapon bounces off. It's like, yeah, it doesn't bother me, but it makes me slightly more engrossed in the game. So I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, I'll tell you, I don't like it in driving games. Oh, like because dirt? Like, yeah, like which, because which you game? Okay. The, uh, dirt 5. So okay. like when, you're pull, like when you're pulling the gas, like it actually has resistance. By, and at first you're like, oh, this is neat. And then you start trying to take the turns where you kind of got to feather each one. And it it doesn't feel right. It's like you got to put too much into it for minimal gain. 
Right, right. That definitely needs to be tweaked if that's the case. What I'm really excited about is not so much the games that are out now outside of Astrobat, of course, but someone like fucking Kojima going crazy with the controller and doing the dumbest, silliest, awesomest things with it. So that's what I'm most excited for. I saw the coolest tweet today was that somebody Mm -hmm. had requested that Death Stranding get an update with the the feedback controllers to where balancing is much harder now because... I'd use the force feedback in the controller. You know. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I'd try harder to find a PS. Like I would actually upgrade to play that game again and have it look <laughs> super nice. I, I played ninety percent of Death Stranding holding down the L two and R two yeah. button. Yeah. So yeah. if it gives me pressure, my middle fingers are going to be dead within like two hours. Oh yeah! Could you imagine having to hold those and like balance them with impulse oh, triggers? Oh god, yeah, that'd be insane. Oh, I you know that game is one of those games that like the whole time I was playing, it, I was like, I don't like this game, and now I can't stop thinking about that game. <laughs> Motherfucker got me. He did. He got <laughs> got, he got a lot of us, man. I don't know what it is about that game. Now, granted, the back half of that game is incredible. But the front half of that game is some of the most mundane and boring shit I've ever done. But, but it, was, it was it was it was part of the long con, Ken, and we I all guess. fell for it. Yep. We did, and I can't stop thinking about that game. Like even now, how long has it been? Oh, it's been two years. Or has it been a year? I don't know, man. Twenty twenty be crazy. Who knows what time? It's, it's been like twenty years since that game yeah. came out, as far as I know. Uh, like I said, there's really nothing going on. I have some stuff. Um, well, you go right ahead because you always right, so, have interesting things. That sounds sarcastic, and I don't appreciate it. No, it wasn't. Like, I, I was being I serious. Know, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, new map for Among Us is coming. I know no, that doesn't really affect most people here, but Drew has played it. I, I, I played I, it. I played Among Us. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Mm-hmm. So, the, so yeah, there's a new map coming. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 system up uh, system requirements have been released. Uh, that game has, in ways, been released as we talked about earlier. Uh, physical retail copies of the console games have made their way out into the world. I don't know how exactly, but they're there. So watch yourself for leaks if you don't want that game spoiled. Uh, we talked about Doom Eternal Switch. It's not canceled, but it's going to be digital only. However, it's not stating if that's going to be a download or a um, streaming like control is. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, Internet Archive has begun emulating Flash games, animations, toys, etc. Um, everybody should know that Flash is done come the end of this year. So. Yeah. That stuff's all going to disappear, but they've started. They're not the only people that have done it. We've, I'm sure I've mentioned it. One of us has probably mentioned on the show before that that's how already happening with other places, but it's good to see the Internet Archive doing the same thing. Crossfire X, which is one of the most popular games, I think, um, in the world that nobody plays in America, but uh, the campaign is being done by Remedy. That game has been delayed to 2021. It's yep. going to be on uh, Series, or not Series X, it's going to be on Game Pass. Um, I think it might be even free, though. The multiplayer is free. It's free, right. And then the single-player campaign will be av- available for purchase or uh, Game Pass. Far Cry 6 has been delayed to May 2021. Um, just quickly looking. 
for and now it's Neo One and Two remastered for PS Five. Five, that is yep. right. Um, and uh, the sad news is that uh, Adult Swim is uh, had a bunch of layoffs, and the gaming department is gone. Uh, so it looks like their last game was the um, Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. And uh, don't expect the channel to be in the same setup anymore either. There's a bunch of stuff that has been canceled. So uh, it's really sad that uh, they're, they were kind of uh, Devolver before Devolver existed. Um, you know, it's, and it's kind of weird that their big entrance into the scene was uh, Robot Unicorn Attack. And now Flash is also kind of going out at the same time. So, yeah, I should have not ended with that one because it's sad more than anything. Way to bring, bring it down. I don't know. What to, I'm looking quickly to see if I can bring it back, but I don't think I can. I've killed it. I'm sorry. There's a video on my timeline of Creed singing oh. oh. at the halftime oh. show. <laughs> and it's sadder than what I just said. Uh, Game of the Year nominations from uh, Game Awards. Also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order got scrubbed, just like we said it would. That was last I mean, year, wasn't it? But yeah, but it was Pat. It's in the yeah. that that mix where it, uh, the day, yeah. So technically, it is viable for this year. Um, the game of the year nominations are, and anybody listening has probably heard it already. But Animal Crossing: New Horizon makes sense. Doom Eternal. Eh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put it on that list. I like the game, but not that much. I'd put Jedi Fallen Order above Doom Eternal. To be fair, myself as well. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ugh, come on. I understand yeah, yeah. it. I don't say it. I don't say I agree with it. Ghost of Tsushima? That oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to six first and say The Last of Us Part Two. Not my thing. Totally get it, though. Um, and Hades is on the list as well. And hey, I just reviewed that game. I like I can that see game Hades. Yeah. yeah, I can see Hades being on there. I don't. It's not my jam, but I totally. Yeah, it's, it's it was Animal, Animal Crossing is the same way. Like, let's be fair. In the year that is 2020, Animal Crossing should win because yeah. of because of what it did at the time that it did it. Yeah, but I don't know too many people's playing that right now. No, but it it, it, it um it does get a lot of updates, but I haven't booted it up in probably three months. Thing. People go back to that thing. It, 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 People go back to that and go, oh, it, the new season started, so I need to go and catch the... F- I swear to God, I've heard and more than enough people that don't necessarily play video games regularly. Um, I mean, so you need to get Animal Crossing. If we're, if, we're going, if we're going by that metric, though, Drew, most of these games on this list, after you finish them, you certainly don't go back and play them. Yeah, I'm not That's going true. back to Doom Eternal, even with the DLC. Yeah, I put 160-some hours or something like that in Animal Crossing, I think. It was something ridiculous. I did that too. game... That game was the perfect storm. It came at exactly the right time with exactly the right people because it was on Switch and everybody has a goddamn Switch. And, and well, they didn't. And then the Switch started to, like, I've never seen a game move consoles post-launch like Animal Crossing mm-hmm. did. Yeah. I mean, if there is a game that describes the best of 2020, it's probably Animal Crossing. Now, my pick out of that list would obviously be Ghost. Yeah, mine too. I think yeah, it's going to be same. between Ghost and... um um. Hades. Last of Us. Yeah, I think I think Last of Us will end up winning it, although I don't I, agree with that. It's always a Naughty Dog game that wins. I just that game. I, I put it close to Ghost and Final Fantasy VII for me. 
I don't think Final Fantasy VII has a dog's chance of winning that. And people it's love that. Be Animal Crossing. All right, you know, since I'm not going to be here um, when the the game of game award happens, let's take bets. Who's betting what? <laughs> I I what think. Yeah, you, I think so it's console for console, boys. That's just uh, bragging, bragging, right? You you bet uh, whoever thinks going to win, I, and then you can say. Oh, I, I think, think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Last of Us Two, even though I think it should be Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, I'm so going... Ryan picks. Ryan picks uh, Last of Us. Okay. Are you writing this down, Jay? I am. Yes. Okay. I'm taking Animal Crossing. Fuck it. Can Animal Crossing going with your heart? I respect it. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. And Anthony? I can't. Hades. Oh, okay. I think they go oh, right. four different I'll choices. Here. Explain, <laughs> that worked out. I, I'll explain to you why. I have a feeling that they're going to do something weird this year. And they, did, the only... they did something weird last year where Sikido won. Uh, yeah, but I think this is more of. Sekiro still was a bigger studio and bigger publisher. Hades is not. I think that's a. I think that, and I. If you're going to talk about like outside of Animal Crossing, every other game has had somewhat mixed reception, except for Hades. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. I stuck with my point, though, yeah, I the, the, the I could see them giving it to Animal Crossing as a like 2020 nod, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this was exactly what people needed during the pandemic, kind of nod and ignore. Do you guys not know how it works? But they I'm like curious. narratives too. They like narratives too. So, do you guys not know how it works? Like how they pick it? I don't know. They, uh, uh, I know. I know how it works. Why? Because I would say that everybody who voted is probably going to pick either Hades or Animal Crossing because that group does not care for the Naughty Dog shit. Um, there's a, there's a lot of people on that panel that would say Last of Us too. Basically, the the cool kids club on Twitter. But the Cool Kids Club loved Last of Us 2. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They they did not like The Last of Us 2. Okay. So they, I'm, I'm going to go for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. because. Oh, so we that, get five different choices. The only one that no one has voted for was Doom Eternal because we're all in agreement. Dude, we all know Doom Eternal doesn't deserve Game of the Year. I like that game, but it didn't deserve it. Yeah, it wasn't Doom even Eternal's as good as Doom 2016. But... There, I said it. <laughs> So I, I have it locked. Uh, I'm Final Fantasy VII, Ryan's Last of Us 2, Kansas Animal Crossing, Drew's Ghost of Tsushima, Anthony's Hades. We'll see uh, who gets the bragging rights on the day of the show. I'll post I on the will day. make sure that is a thing that's brought up regardless if I win every time. <laughs> uh, first off, we have Anthony. Ah, 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 Winner of our competition, <laughs> Anthony. Let's get that straight. Okay. That's, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> You get, you get that till the end of this year, and then when the new year starts, uh, we gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, that's it. King Anthony. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right. There's no new releases. There's no emails, but we do have a couple tweets. Uh, Adam from NZ says, "Great email from Jeff last week. Very heartwarming. Sometimes you guys fire me up, but the show has always will has and always will be one of the most chill podcasts I've listened to." Just like a chat with old mates. Cheers. I'd like to know what we fire you up about. <laughs> I'm sure it's when I say things like Shenmue is a terrible video game. <laughs> I would uh, I would concur with that. <laughs> I Can I just say I love seeing the 
buy our Shenmue 3 Collector's Edition with the DLC on the disc from Limited Run. And I mean, going, I uh, know <laughs> that game's not worth the $10 that goes on sale. <laughs> uh, no, 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 stop, stop clamoring for stuff. <sighs> Shenmue's a bad video. Uh, David writes in and says, having so much fun playing Miles Morales, have any of you guys ran into the glitch of turning into a brick? All of, a sudden I'm, uh, all, all of a sudden, I'm flying around as a brick. I laughed. My son was confused. Reload from checkpoint was fine. Yeah, there's a, it's like awesome. a, there's, a, there's like a collision glitch where sometimes Miles will turn into stuff. And so yep. I've, seen, I've seen clips where he's turned into a garbage bag. Um... <laughs> Clips, obviously, with the brick, that was the one that got the biggest attention, I think. And then uh, another one where he was a garbage can. What does it look like if you fight, oh, guys? These are great. These are. Uh, great. I've only seen him swinging. I haven't seen uh, them fighting. Oh man, I want to see it fighting. I want to see a brick fighting it's things. Trash can swinging through the city. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I wish that was like a mod. Yeah. Like, well, you, just, you know, they may add it in now. They've gotten so much press about this glitch. They totally should add in Miles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By around. the way, Miles has way better costumes than regular Spider-Man. What's up with that? Oh, yeah. His costumes yeah. are sweet. It's, yeah, so nice. Especially the one that's, like, got the, like, Daft Punk helmet. Yes. Uh, Spider-Man yes. 2020. So nice. mm-hmm. I was watching that a, for a while. For anybody who hasn't seen it, he's wearing, like, a kind of like a leather jacket. Um, but then he's also got a, um, like a helmet with a flat face piece on it. That's got led like lights on it. Uh, and so his actual eyes in it are led lights. Uh, like, like, like I said, like it's a Daft Punk helmet. Uh, it's, it's really, really cool. And of course, the one with Spider Cat in the backpack's awesome too. I I haven't unlocked that one. I'm desperate to unlock it. I don't know how do you do it yet. So I'm, I'm waiting. That's the yeah, you you, you gotta, gotta beat, beat the, the game. game. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I'm on. Yeah, it. you gotta finish the game. And then you there's like a little um, side mission. Uh, it's really not a side mission. You just go to a place and then you unlock it. Isn't Sweet. it called the Bodega Cat? Yep, Bodega Cat. Oh, and can't. you know what the Bodega Cat's name is for anybody who hasn't seen it yet? No. Spider-Man. Oh, is that from the side mission? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a the the cat's name is Spider-Man, and so it's funny because Miles is looking for this cat, and he keeps going, "Spider-Man, where are you, Spider-Man?" Oh, maybe I'm the only one who thought it was funny. No, but... I, I thought it was hilarious, right? I got the <laughs> same. I got the same response as when Ken last week was like, "Ah, the DLC." I love that the DLC is called DLC, and then I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Yeah, we've all nothing. been around nothing. each other long enough that nobody has to pity laugh for anything. No. It's like, yeah, it wasn't funny. Move on. Move on. Real Shogun Beat says, I love my Series X, but I'm having a hard time finding something new and shiny to play on it. MK11 looks amazing, but I've had a lot of issues getting it to work, mainly having on having it on an external drive and moving it over to the system downloaded another copy of the same game smart delivery works but the system seems confused by which version it wants to launch so i had to format my hard drive re-download the version that was on the system and in order for it to work also waited to start witcher 3 on the sx and it's kind of boring starting off 
it takes it takes some time to get the ball rolling for sure uh, when you get uh, introduced to the various game mechanics and stuff like that. So that entire first area is is a literal tutorial. So I, I understand that. I may I recommend Yakuza Like a Dragon as well. I'm sure Ken's talk about it. It's certainly my favorite game on the Xbox right now. Uh, Xbox slash PC PC. I'm playing it on, and um, man, that game, the, the characters, uh, the story, it goes places, and I really enjoy it. Um, and the combat's not bad. It's not it's not revolutionary, but it's not bad. Yeah, I really like Like a Dragon, and it's probably. It'll be on my top ten, but I'm kind of curious where it's going to land this year. Yeah, it's going to be could, on my top ten too. It could definitely be very high because that game is just when you think you've seen all the stupidity that game's going to throw at you, it throws something you completely did not see coming. Th- those summons that you have, Ken, <laughs> are some of the best things in gaming. Oh my god, I loved it at the beginning when you first got the pigeons. I was like, this is yep. cool, and then it just gets better from there. Yep. Holy shit, that game. If you not played that game, you need to play that game. That's it. I have it. I have it sitting here. Waiting oh, for the time I have time. <laughs> uh, dude, that game is fucking huge. Yeah, I know. My controller has went... Like, my system has went into sleep mode. The cutscenes are so long in that game. Uh, well, that's that's not good. Shouldn't go into sleep mode. Well, I mean, my screen like the screen, dimmed. the screen dims. Yeah, like yeah, I'll okay, be sitting yeah, there in yeah, the cutscene, okay. and the screen dims. I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to move my control. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen too. Oh, but they're so like you don't want to skip them because the characters are so good. They are. They are. They're really compelling, multi-layer characters that go through the craziest, dumbest, awesomest things ever. There's so much shit in that game. Fucking go karts, fucking can races. I I 100%ed the uh the whole sweet shop thing where you just make tons of money by selling and reselling values and you know stocking your stores up with employees and stuff. I'm getting like I'm generating three million yen per per round when I'm doing it now. It's pretty. I broke the economy of that game and I love it. It don't matter. That's the thing about that game is that none of it matters. Like, just do the dumbest shit and break it, and it's still just so much fun. I didn't think they could make a character as interesting as Kiryu again, and I really like Ichiban. He's yeah. Just... Uh, as lo- as much as I love Kiryu, I think a lot of people will say that Majima is more interesting as a character, and I yeah. would agree. Uh, Kiryu is kind of a straight man, you know, uh, and he does things... Kind of in following his own uh, set of code, but Ichiban has this sense of enthusiasm and love of life that's really infectious. You just can't help but root for the guy, and the fact that like how he interprets fighting as kind of like this whole Dragon Quest battle, and the way he like levels up and perceives the world as like people uh, like these characters being. Um, like his party members and the enemies being like these NPC monsters to slay and stuff like that. It's just so charming and so much fun. This is awesome. Yep. Play that game. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it for the show. If you want to send us an email, shoot them over to podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to tweet at the show, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Drew is at Drew Leachman. Ryan is at WombatRP. 
Uh, Jay is a botticide Jay. I am at ZTGD, and you can follow the site at ZTGD content. Phoenix Down, what is up next? Sunset Overdrive is done. Uh, we're going to take the week off uh, for Thanksgiving, and then me and Matt are going to be doing a co-op playthrough of Dead Space 3. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that game's not terrible in co-op. It does some interesting things. Yep. And you can now play those games on everything. Yeah. What? So. It's on Xbox. Yeah, it's on uh, Game Pass now. You can play Uh, this. We're actually playing the PlayStation 3 version of that. Oh my, I apologize. Yes. Oh, I guess. um, It was free. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but no, as as Drew mentioned, everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, stay home. Don't don't visit friends and family. And be safe out there. I know it's uh, it's holiday time, but uh, I don't know about where you guys live, but where I live, we're in a very, very heavy um, spreading of that virus. Yeah, we we are. I'm very close to Toronto, and Toronto is in lockdown again. Yeah, which, we just we've got curfew right now. Ten which, p.m. is. Well, that wouldn't help me working nights, but they uh they. They've locked down Toronto, which just means everybody in Toronto then drives to where I live and other places and then spread the virus. Good job. What a stupid, stupid plan. Also, make sure to wear a mask when you cave in that fucking other customer's skull for that waffle iron for $2. Nobody buys waffle irons. I don't know what fucking appliances people fight over, but every year it's like something stupid. It's never a TV. It's never a TV where I see like people literally fighting over it's like oh this this waffle maker it's like really oh uh speaking of black friday i i saw a post by gamestop uh, on their new black friday ad they're gonna have ps5 and xbox one x uh, consoles available at 7 a.m so i know they're gonna be people that's gonna be lining up to try to get those to gamestop but that was just a poor move by gamestop on my (laughs) in my opinion that's you probably shouldn't have done that. Now people are going to be waiting outside in the cold. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a real dumb idea. Yeah, they're the reason. In this situation. Uh, I don't know if I ever talked about, it, but they're the reason why. Like we went, and, like they were kind of the catalyst for us locking down everything in Canada. Because if you saw it, when Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal came out, there was a lineup in Toronto outside the store, when people were not socially distancing, and like within the week, everything was shut down. That's ridiculous, how bad it was. Man. Yep, it's ridiculous. I I don't I don't understand. I I get the cabin fever. I do, but who wants to fucking die? <laughs> I'm not going to raise my hand because no one would see it. But I don't want to die of this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is like it, I know that the chances of you die, the chances of you catching it are high, but the chances of you dying of are relatively low. But who wants to take that chance? Who wants to be on a ventilator? Yeah, I've seen those things. They're not cool. Not no. Cool. Who, I can show you a whole lot of people where I live, because we we don't know what a lockdown is. Yeah, we've never done one. Oh God, that's awful. Yeah. No, I I don't go anywhere unless I absolutely have to. I actually had my groceries delivered yesterday. I only needed like fifty dollars worth of groceries, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta Uh, get that delivered. What did you use to get your grocery delivered, Ken? Uh, Kroger's website. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just pick it, and then they pick it, and then just deliver it to you. So, 
think they charge like ten bucks, but I I was like, you know what, I gotta I gotta think about this because like you know I've got a family here, I got a little boy. If I take him out, he's gonna be sticking his hands and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, play safe, it's, you know. Spend the extra bit of money to to be careful as much as you can, as as humanly possible as you can, honestly. And that's basically all we can do. Do you want to hear the fun thing I mentioned on our email thread? But uh, so uh, the facility that I work at is starting to do temperature checks. Guess who is involved in temperature checks? That'd be you. Yep. Are they rectal? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the, sorry, the sorry you, you can't come to work until you bend over. <laughs> Shouldn't you be I using a thermometer? The... Trust me, my finger, I can tell. <laughs> uh, wow. We're still we're still in the air here, so I'm gonna oh, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say we're done and uh we're gonna get out of here and uh we'll piece of news. The and it has to do with Goldeneye. The um they're gonna cl- they're gonna tear down the big telescope that's at the end of Goldeneye. The cradle. Yep. Uh for fear of it collapsing. That's kind did of get, did that. it get COVID? <laughs> that's a, just like they say on Family Guy always end on a strong joke <laughs> peace bitch alrighty and it goes something like this